0: You are listening to the Plain Label podcast.
1: Welcome to the madness. Don't you win the flag.
0: Hello and welcome back to the Plain Label Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Williams, and this episode we are discussing one of the bigger MCU Phase 4 releases, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Joining me for this episode is the 838 version of Mr. Alan White. (laughs) Not true. (laughs) You're the 616. Yes. Okay, well, I'm the 838, then. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) No, you are not. Well,. I, well, some people might think I am after I uh, talk about this movie. Before getting into oh, our discussion, we are still brought to you by Derek Coward and the fine folks over at the Deliberate Noise Network. Head to DeliberateNoise.com for more current and archive shows from the network. Alan, you mentioned to me before we started recording that you were getting ready, so to speak, for this, uh, for this chat. What is it that you are drinking?
2: I'm having – and this has nothing to do with the movie, I believe – but I'm having pineapple juice with coconut rum and a shot of jack
0: (laughs) yes the jack the jack is consistent i like it
2: yeah trying to build my tolerance up
0: about whiskey oh there you go uh i'm going with the tried and true vodka but it is uh this is because of the time of year in which we're recording this is the sparkling ice uh seasonal it is the cranberry frost flavored sparkling water so it is very um i mean it just Based like it tastes like flavored water, but it is, you know, got the look on the bottle as though it's uh, winter time. So that is now what help happened. me
2: understand. Help me understand one thing: flavored water is just the flavor of the thing and not sweet. Is uh, that what that
0: is? Yeah. So so this is it's flavored sparkling water. So it's got a little bit of car- carbonation in there, and then it it has like a sort of like a taste of cranberry juice. Mm -hmm. so it's sort of like cranberry it's it's a little bit like it's it's not quite to the point of like um you know cranberry soda right like it's not quite as actually cranberry as you might think it's just it's like if you had cranberry in a glass of ice and let it melt and then that's and you drank it that's sort of what it's like the reason
2: why i have to ask is because i'm never drinking anything like that
0: oh really It's not. If it doesn't
2: taste like cranberry (laughs) soda, I'm like, why? Why am I doing this to myself?
0: It's not one of those things to where you're going to drink it and be like, oh, world changing. You drink it and you're just kind of like, yeah, all right, it's fine. No.
3: (laughs) No. Because in. in, uh, Well,
0: once once again, Alan, in last year in January when we talked, I was doing the, the dry January. This year, I'm not doing dry January, but I am not drinking unless I'm recording. So those are the only. So I don't have like a ton of options around me like I would during the middle of the Mm -hmm. year. So.
2: Mm. Oh, let let me say this one thing before we launch. Uh I mean, we're launched. I know we're launched. (laughs) But let me say this. (laughs) I want to say this because (laughs) I've been thinking about this. I don't know if it's only in in regards to you, but there used to be a skit on a comedy show, and I think the comedy show was on Comedy Central. And I'm gonna say it's like 20 years ago. And the skit would start off by saying, First drink of the day and then and then music. Okay. And that keeps every time I think about a, a a drink thing that I'm gonna get or what am I gonna drink for <laughs> Eric's show tonight or something, that little refrain goes off in my head and I didn't look it up or, or Google it to find out exactly where it's from. Mm. But the second thought I have when I when I think of that song is they really just put music to alcoholism on that show oh yeah first drink of the day and they made it a
0: joke (laughs) well yeah that's tough whoever that
2: is whoever did that um i hope they're okay today yeah shame on you from 20 years ago i hope they made it (laughs) now now i hope they made it through
0: is this a real 20 years ago like as in 2003
2: first drink of the day!
0: Or is it a 20 years ago, like, meaning like, the 80s? No, 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 no. Oh, shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no. Okay, fine. <laughs> 40 years ago, then, you saw of
0: <laughs> Yeah, what was funny was, so, uh, so, my good friend, Mrs. Rachel Zelag, and I were discussing, she, she had on in the background, during one of her work days, she had on the Back to the Future trilogy. And, she was talking about how you know oh lorraine just you know talk about kids with this guy that you just met no big deal and she said uh i was like well the scariest part about that is if we were to reboot this now and it came out in 2023 they'd be going back to the 1993 is the 30 years they go back (laughs) to the future
2: you hate us
0: you just hate us <laughs> I'm like how you sickening is that and so Rachel's like she's like it's Marty's granddaughter and she's going back to a Nirvana concert and I'm like oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh boy so oh, anyway so that's, but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about oh. the uh, 2022 film so last year Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness
1: spell. It's too dangerous. Why? We tampered with the stability of space-time. The multiverse is a concept about which we know frighteningly little. Your desecration of reality will not go unpunished. It was the only way. I never meant for any of this to happen. Wanda. I knew somewhere later you'd show up. I made mistakes, and people were hurt. I'm not here to talk about Westview. Then what are you here for? I need your help. With what? What do you know about the multiverse? I'm sorry, Stephen. I hope you understand. Greatest threat to our universe is you.
0: IMDB plot synopsis: We're gonna go with my good pal Blazer three <laughs> four six, which is <laughs> which is a guy that I don't know. I just maybe he's from Universe three four six. Maybe that's what it is.
2: You guys go way back.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. We're old pals. Uh, his <laughs> plot synopsis goes like this: Following the events of Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange unwittingly casts a forbidden spell that accidentally opens up the multiverse. With help from Wong and Scarlet Witch. Strange confronts various versions of himself, as well as teaming up with the young America Chavez, while traveling through various realities and working to restore reality as he knows it. Along the way, Strange and his allies realize they must take on a powerful new adversary who seeks to take over the multiverse. That is not the movie that I watched, Ella.
2: At all. At all. What do you mean, accidentally?
0: What the hell is that about? This new adversary, you know, came out of nowhere.
2: But how did he cast a spell accidentally and went into the multiverse?
0: Well, I, it was cast unwittingly casts a forbidden spell that accidentally opens up the multiverse. But that's not nope. what he does.
2: Nope. Nope, not at all.
0: <laughs>
2: that Mm-mm. felt like maybe
0: someone got a uh, plot synopsis early and was like, yeah, here's what, <laughs> I think what they're going to do with the movie. Uh because Mm-mm. this is this is one of those films that was um that was uh arranged and changed quite a bit was it yeah where originally scott derrickson the director of the first film and also the director of the black phone one of my kids favorite oh movies because mom. she's such a creep like that and sinister which <laughs> is uh sinister is one of the uh, it's supposed to be like in the top five um will make your heart race kind of films um okay. and it has one of the one of the more legendary uh, horror sequences so he's Ooh. the director, and he was going to come back for this, and originally it was going to be Doctor Strange and the Scarlet Witch teaming up for most of the film. Mm. And, and then she was eventually going to succumb and be the villain, but instead, as we all know, who've seen the film, it's more of a Wanda versus Steven kind of a movie. ha. Huh. I don't know which one I would have liked more. Yeah, the one I don't like. <laughs> well, why don't you tell me? So, what did you think of? Uh, so, this is a sequel. We don't need to get into too much about what our history is with with this character. I mean, this is an MCU staple now. This is our new Tony Stark, right? This is our rich white man who has to be humbled, but <laughs> but but is still a jerk. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, what did you think of uh, Doctor Strange two?
2: I thought. Uh... Well, it broke my heart.
0: It Ah, broke
2: my heart. Because, I
0: mean,
2: if you listen to our show and I feel my feels about WandaVision. Yeah. This is what becomes of WandaVision? Mm -hmm. Come on. It's so heartbreaking. (laughs) Yes. This is Wanda. Oh, it hurt me so hard. It hurt me so bad. Wanda, no! I kept saying to this movie, Wanda, no!
0: Don't, Wanda, don't! <laughs> yeah, Wanda, don't! That was it. Doctor Strange Two. Wanda, don't! That was, that's what it should have been called. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's, before, that would have been a giveaway right there. That's right. So. Before I get into really kind of my uh, review of it, my kiddos saw this, and the way that we watched this originally was. Um, we watched it when it came out almost the day that it came out uh, on Disney and my wife and myself and my kid or we both or we all excited to see it um mm-hmm. because we didn't we we had sort of seen like some preliminary trailers but we didn't like watch them a lot to where we were migrating to the Allen way of life uh, but we weren't <laughs> all the way we weren't all the way there yet and so I just sort of knew the moment where they said that Steven was the biggest threat to the multiverse
2: oh, is
0: the way that mm-hmm. the trailer makes it seem. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay. said, Yeah. And so I'm like, all right. So it's going to be probably Wanda teaming up with one version of him to beat the other one. And that's fine. And I'm okay with that. And we get into it and we get to, we get to the same point where I sort of stop taking notes, uh, which is when he is kidnapped and he's in the 838 and then we meet the illuminati and all that uh we get to that point and my kids like can we pause it for a minute and she's like and mm-hmm. I said yeah and so i pause it and i'm like you got to go to the bathroom or what and she's like no she's like what's going on why are they doing this to Wanda uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like she's like i don't i don't like this at all <laughs> and i'm like wow and so she Damn. was she was bold with her uh you know i was like okay so i i'm, I'm going to be talking about doctor strange friday do you want to watch it again she goes no i'm never watching that movie again ah oh, good <laughs> girl and she was pissed and she's like yes! she's like they did her so wrong she's like they did her and then my wife's like yeah they did her dirty and she's like no i don't say that mom she's like they i did that they did her wrong <laughs> so it's like oh, a nice little bit of uh my wife trying to be one of the cool kids and my kid shutting her down in there um but it is uh Surprising at how all three of us were not at all pleased with the way that they handled um Wanda.
2: Okay. So you're on my
0: so I, we're I'm yeah, on the I'm same, same side as you. I had okay. such I had such a problem with this movie. I thought mm. that I it's like it's like I wanted to give Sam Raimi a, like four to five stars for the direction and the way that certain sequences looked. And then I wanted to give the story like negative scar- negative <laughs> stars for for what it did because I was so unhappy with with most of like the the quote story that was going mm. on here. Mm. Uh, to where like I thought certain images looked really cool. I thought like the nods to the different uh, to the different horror movies like most blatantly when when Wanda's injured and they're going through the tunnels. And she's got the red eyes and she's like limping like Jack Nicholson from The Shining.
2: And I'm like, mm. oh, they're
0: like lifting direct uh, shots here. They're just, you know, it's it's on a different set and all that sort of thing. But I was like, wow, look at this. They're just like, yeah, we're, we're nodding to different horror movies. And I thought some of that was really interesting. But boy, mm. uh, we as a whole couldn't have given a shit about America Chavez. Like this is a character that I don't know at all. Oh, now and, she shows, Wait a minute, and she shows up right away. And I'm like, yes. I don't know who this girl is. I don't know why I'm supposed to care about this girl. And she was a damsel for 98% of the movie. And then at the yeah. end, when she's finally like, okay, I'm going to give Wanda what she wants. I'm like, well, don't do that to Wanda. And so it's like, I didn't want America to have her character progression at, at the expense of Wanda's character. To where I was, like, sort of torn there, to where I was like, I don't... I, I like, see what they're trying to do, but I don't like that either. So... Um, okay. I just had I just had problems everywhere. Everywhere we went, I okay. had problems.
2: <laughs> I hear you. And so, okay, now let's pull ourselves back from the brink.
0: Uh-huh, yeah. Shall,
2: shall we? Because, even though my heart was crushed for how Wanda turned out uh, in this movie, I... Was able to see some redeeming um, story beats okay. that helped me deal with what happened to her, where where this went for her. Okay, okay? Uh-huh. so, but I guess I got to go back to America Chavez for just a second, sure, because because I'm very familiar with America Chavez because I've been reading com- I've been reading the comics you know pretty steadily. Um, from her introduction and then all the other ways that they've put her in the comics. And the biggest problem I had with the movie version of America Chavez is that
0: she's not tall enough. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's not, uh, she's not enough heads.
2: <laughs> she's not a heads tall. And the way they draw America Chavez in the comics is she's eight heads tall and her legs are five heads, five mm. heads long. Mm. Like she constantly wear she wears that jacket mm-hmm. and she may wear um a T shirt or something underneath, but then she always wears either biker shorts or or poom poom shorts. Okay and the rest of her are just legs down to and so she's a <laughs> she's a very um the, the America Chavez we got at the end of the movie is very much the America Chavez in the comics. She's she's extremely strong, she flies, and she stomps those star portals, mm-hmm. but her 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 most um her most forward presentation is to punch the shit out of you. Like she's a she's a fully realized powerhouse of a character. Okay. So this this America Chavez as we got who was running for her life and I got to tell you I can't say the actress's name I hope you can but because it starts with an x but she is a great screamer
0: ah she
2: she does good screaming but but that character in this movie was on the back foot all the time running all the time being chased all the time getting snatched up all the time being sacrificed and all this stuff and that that was a huge takeaway that was a huge diminishing of the America Chavez from the comic book.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure how to say her name, but I know that it means flower.
2: Well, let's just call her Flower.
0: No, <laughs> but it's X O C H I T L. And I've seen her
2: in some, in one or two, um, you know, sit it, sit down in the chair, talk to the reporter of the day, mm-hmm. and she says her name, and she says it so quickly that I couldn't remember what how she said it
0: okay i'm sure if i would have been uh responsible i would have looked it up so i'm looking (laughs) at uh i'm looking at things like america by Mm -hmm. um it looks like joe casey and nick dragada yeah and one version this this to me oh she was a young avenger okay well that makes sense yep uh this to me looks like she's like a woman in this
2: yeah yeah, but she, she may be like twenty something.
0: Oh, okay, young twenty okay. Okay, so in the cup. Ms. Gomez that plays America in the movie, I believe, was cast when she was thirteen. Oh, and so oh, she's oh. quite young. What? Yeah, I think she was Seriously? cast I think she was cast when she was thirteen. I'm not sure when she actually shot her scenes. Um oh goodness wow so she's under 18 she was born well no not now she was born in 2006 so she, well yeah she's uh she is
2: 17 oh right yeah she's so 17 not, now no, no takeaway from her portrayal of the character that they wrote for her and if she's 17 years old and maybe she was 16 or 15 when she did the show mm-hmm. girl you did that like that was good yeah, she so it's good. like
0: that that's good for for her that age, but that's just a, like that's a that's just a weird choice to me because it's like the things where she's supposed to be coming into her own when she's when she's finally fighting Wanda mm-hmm. that was not a convincing look to me. Like when she was like punching her and stuff, that was like mm-hmm. that was like stage work punching to me. That was not like here's her grand triumphant Action moment, and we're gonna make it look good. It was just kind of like, oh yeah, just go over there and punch her for a little bit, and we'll just, you know, just, just, just do it, and then we'll we'll shoot it again. We got coverage, you know, we'll we'll do it again, and then they ran out of time on the day. Is what it looks like to me. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, no, 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 no. And especially to hear like to see this this variant cover that Jamie McKelvey did uh, from Mm. America. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, she looks like she would whoop your ass in in this. And that is not what she looks like in the movie, so that's right. just a, that's no, the, an interesting choice.
2: Yeah. So I um, and they they definitely just needed to have a character to facilitate uh-huh. the movement through the multiverse. So America Chavez fit that bill perfectly. Sure. But I guess if they had the America Chavez from the comics. Then it would have been like, well, what do you need Stephen Strange for? Mm. <laughs> because Wanda would be chasing this America child. Uh, this America child would be beating her ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's like, I mean, when you see Wanda take care of several other people, I guess it would make sense. Because you're like, oh, well, she can't just go straight ahead like a Captain Carter or like a, you know, like a, any of those sorts of characters. Oh, like that's true. She's
2: not more powerful. She's not more powerful than the whole Illuminati.
0: Right. So once we, so I, I don't know. I guess it makes sense if you're looking at the long game because I'm, ass, I'm assuming this character is going to come back several times. Um, sure. And so to catch her when she's young, and I mean she's yeah. good. And when she, when she does get her like one moment to really, to give character to actually explore what her issue is, where she sees her moms and she is talking about how she just can't find her way home where she has like her quantum leap sort of moment. Right. Where mm-hmm. she just wants to be able to leap home. And mm-hmm. when you get that, it's like, okay, well I can see what they're going for. Like I can, I, it, I think that part of my issue with this movie, it was like, it was so frustrating to me to sort of see, see like glimpses of it being really good. And then, having choices like the whole Wanda being bad right away and then just being bad forever mm-hmm. to where I was like, what are you doing? Like <laughs> mm-hmm. it was just, it was just confounding to me at times.
2: Okay. So yeah, let me get into the, just kind of the redeeming parts of mm-hmm. Wanda's development. Mm-hmm. It is, it is also true the way we, the way we, you and I went into the stages of grief and all those things, mm-hmm. which are so valid. It is also true that sometimes people don't do well with grief. Sometimes people stay in a stage and they really need some assistance to get out of a stage, one of those stages, if they don't reach acceptance eventually. And so this character that we saw at the beginning of multiverse, Madness? Multiverse of Madness?
0: In the Multiverse Whatever. of Madness, yeah.
2: In the Multiverse of Madness <laughs> is a Wanda, is a Wanda who got stuck in bargaining and denial.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And she has not moved into acceptance of the loss, of all the losses. So she found a way to change her reality, and she denies that she has to accept this reality and to that end she is using the dark hold to change her reality and get what she wants Right. one and and two the dark hold is a corruptor. right
0: mm-hmm. so i like that so we,
2: right so we can't rule out the fact that the wanda we knew who went through all that grief was not under the influence of the dark hold until the last episode when mm. she started when she fought back against agatha uh-huh. and then she took then she took Darkhold, and the last thing we saw of her was her studying the Darkhold and listening to the children's her children's voices so that was a clear um um sh- uh, foreshadowing mm-hmm. of the fact that she was getting under some bad influences right at the end of her own series so it right. shouldn't it should not have been such a blow because they tried to show us this is not going to turn out really well for Wanda. <laughs> it's just it's just a heartbreak that that the, that people that's that's in charge of writing all these stories didn't didn't I guess work as hard as I would to help her yeah. <laughs> to get her yeah.
0: to acceptance. Yeah, here well here's my here's my problem. So I feel like if you and we talked a little bit about this before the record button was pushed but if this was being written in a comic form and mm-hmm. you have this limited series and it's about wanda and then you're you're making it into an event you're going to give mm-hmm. me that event without her without showing me about how she's been overtaken by the darkhold like this is like a Hello. like this is like an off panel in between the issues kind of big thing where she's being overtaken or or uh, seduced by the dark hold and mm-hmm. it's just like yeah that that just happened that just that just <laughs> happened because what was so surprising to me it was I would have loved if when they're doing well first of all they're doing they're at a cherry blossom thing not apple blossoms like those are cherry blossoms i mean i don't know who's oh. in charge of the set decoration <laughs> But that's not what apple blossoms look like. That's cherry blossoms. Anyway, so there. Uh, and Wanda's, you know, Wanda makes her mistake and says, "You never told me her name, did you?" Right. Mm. And I think that scene, that exchange yeah. with Steven stopping, that's the best part of the movie for me.
2: Is because <laughs> he
0: realizes that she is fucked, like that. Yeah. And in and, and, and because of that, he is also fucked. Right. Yeah. And what I would have loved is if that were an act two thing. If that were something like at the midpoint of the movie, instead of it being like the first like 10 minutes, because from that point, she doesn't have anywhere to go until the very final where she has the, I'm not a monster line Mm. up until then. She doesn't have anywhere to go. Like she doesn't have anywhere to develop, which is so contrary to what we just saw with WandaVision for over six episodes. All she did was develop and go through those stages And then here, we get to see her on the big screen, and she's stuck. And she's stuck, and she's also right, because she says things like, uh, you know, she has her lines from the trailer where she she is talking to Steven, and, Uh you know, she says, uh, I wrote it down here. Go ahead. Where is it? It's, uh, oh, you break the rules and become a hero. I do it, and I become the enemy. Right? That was in the trailer? Yeah.
2: See? That's why I don't watch no goddamn trailers.
0: (laughs) I believe it was anyway. I I, I felt like once when that moment came up, I felt like I was ready for it.
2: How much of a giveaway is that?
0: But I was like, I go, but this is Wanda in the first 10 minutes speaking the entire concept of the movie.
2: Yeah. Right. And then at the Mm -hmm. end,
0: at the end, she says, dreamwalking, question mark, you hypocrite. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. exactly. (laughs) Fuck Doctor Strange. Because like she is correct. Like she's seduced by the darkhold, yes, but she's mm-hmm. right because he is—he is. Oh, and this is my this is my main issue. Like I am so hot about Get who it. Doctor Strange is. So Come on. throughout the rest of the Marvel universe, we yeah. have people like the X Men who have to protect those who hate and fear them. We have the Hulk who has to like hide this power, this hatred, this rage that lives inside of him in fear of what it might do to others. Right. We have okay, things like okay. Captain America, who's this small little fragile man, but is willing to do whatever it takes because he believes in a cause and then has to sort of live up to that Captain Americanness forever, is what is the way that I think of him anyway. Uh, and we okay. have things like Thor, who's this egotistical god and has to be um, humbled and then has mm. to learn from his experience, right? Like, that's his journey. Same thing with Iron mm. Man. Same thing with Doctor Strange. He's this rich asshole who is a great surgeon, has to hold the knife, right? As uh, the mean girl herself, Christine, Christine, Christine says, Christine. Rachel McAdams. Mm-hmm. Um, he has to hold the knife. But in the first movie, he's gets into this accident, has to be humbled, goes on this journey to where he has to learn the spells. Fine. Mm-hmm. But in here, he's like, he doesn't have anywhere to go either because he's a dick at the beginning and he's a dick at the end. Wait, wait. <laughs> and, and so I watch this and I'm like, I don't like this guy at all because he's just filling this <laughs> Iron Man sort of thing where he's like got his snarky lines, but he's kind of a jerk. But he's kind of like a rich, good looking white man so he can get away with it. And Elizabeth can have like uh, these good points, but it's like, yeah, but I am the man. And so I am going to get away with it. And it just pisses me off that he just keeps getting away with this stuff.
2: Okay, so I can help there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because I saw saw the thread for him. And that was the question, are you happy? The are you happy?
0: The are you happy? And I'm like, get over yourself, Stephen Strange. Get over it. No,
2: because this is (laughs) – now, see, here is something that – um, you might not be enough acquainted with, since you're married to a beautiful woman and they're happy in your house.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm a personality type to where everything could always be better. Like that is definitely my personality type. <laughs> but
2: you don't have. You're not without. Mm-hmm. Is the is the point I'm making? Mm-hmm. Stephen Strange was blipped away for five years, and when he comes back. The woman that he could have gotten his shit together with uh-huh. and 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 gotten a romance is in a relationship and has invited him to her wedding. And the <laughs> <Right>. way <laughs> and the way we're given that information is because at the wedding he is set this slimy little ex doctor. Doctor Nick
0: West, played by Michael Stuhlbarg, yeah. I don't even remember
2: from the first movie, so I'm, I didn't I'm remember sorry. him either. Okay, he's he's our informer. He's the audience's informer that <laughs> five years went by. People have gotten blipped, and I went to Infinity War to fact check that Wanda was also blipped away. Mm, okay, because I didn't remember that exactly. Um, and so he so he comes back. His Christine is getting married to a black guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so neckbeards, if you're mad about that, stay mad. Okay. <laughs>
0: Um, which, which for a and, while I thought it was going to be Mordo because I knew Mordo was in the movie, uh, and I was like, how the fuck are they pulling this off?
2: Marrying Mordo?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's too far afield. Well,
2: that that would that would cause too much.
0: Because it's like I but, knew I knew there was Chewie Tellegio for in the movie, and I was like, wait, wait a minute. How is because I thought maybe that was going to lead to him knowing that something was wrong in his universe or whatever, you know?
2: Oh, anyway, okay. Anyway, aren't you glad they didn't do that though? Uh-huh. <laughs> So Stephen Strange had to accept that the life he's living now is not the the life he could have lived if all these other circumstances could have been out of the way, if if things would have been different. Plus, he gets called on the decision he made to give the Time Stone to Thanos, which facilitated the snap to begin with. Right, and he's called into question of that choice by nick west this doctor and also by uh by by wanda Wanda. yeah by wanda so he has to live with i'm not getting the girl that i love and i love her because eventually he tells the Mm. the the christine that he does have access to um in in the 838 universe that he loves her Mm Mm-hmm but he can't he can't have that one either. So he's not getting the love he's looking for. Plus he made a decision that did lead to the snap and all this unhappiness. And he has to live with that. So that's kind of a that's a thing
0: for right. him. So no? that's so that's a thing, yes. What I w- but the way that it's depicted is that it is a universal thing. Right? Like it's not like it's not like the movie tells us he's the only one in this scene that has been blipped because uh, Dr. West is also like, "Oh yeah, I got blipped too. Lost my cats," mm-hmm. right? And like they like make a joke about it. And then later And his
2: brother. Right. That wasn't a joke.
0: Yeah. And then later you see when he's talking to Christine that it never works out. Right? Like it doesn't work out for Stephen and Christine. So his specific like crying about this one woman, it doesn't work out, Stephen like find yourself somebody else because it never works out. And so it's not like a Romeo and Juliet oh this one thing is keeping us apart like it is not meant to be my man. <laughs> and so it it's like that was the thing that that was driving me crazy was it's like there is no sign that says that this is going to be a thing but it's like so I don't so I didn't have sympathy for him but the heart wants what it wants man (laughs) well that's true and i guess we do get the we get the post credits moment uh that could be his you know that's his new christine right that's in 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 a superhero form so to speak yeah (laughs) in terms of what we've been shown
2: and it's gonna cost a lot of money too i hope mcu is banking up because they (laughs) they could have you know if they're gonna bring her back man I'm I'm,
0: i'm so hot about this movie i'm sweating All right, so come on. So some of the other things that I thought, and this is this is where a lot of people are going. I'm going to lose a lot of people uh, if I haven't already. Some of the things that really, just I put nothing makes me groan more than silly monsters in a movie that I'm supposed to take seriously. Uh oh. And I think part of the issue is when I'm introduced to the monster that you sent me, that was from the books. And I read yeah. all this trivia before the show and it's like I get that it's that it's pretty comic accurate in terms of how it's in how the creature looks. And, mm-hmm. you know, they used Elizabeth Olsen's eye to replicate on the being so that it looked like a, it was a foreshadowing that it was her eyeball at the center there. Are you s- I didn't know that. Yeah, So it's wow. like in some of the trivia. You're like, geez, they they did. They did their work. Right. Okay, and then I look at some of the trivia, and some of the trivia is like, well, uh, yeah, because of this, that, and the other, they kind of made up the end on on the fly, <laughs> and I'm like, the fuck, like, what do you mean you <laughs> made it up as you were going? What end? When did the end start that they made up? On uh, the fly? You know what? I'll I'll find it. Um, and so Don't so I see me. that so that monster stuff, mm. I just that that is that's completely weightless to me like that's not a thing that i'm like invested in at all and you didn't remember the look
2: of any of the other monsters in in the steven strange and the and the dr strange
0: 616 comic book world well yeah i did but see i guess part of my issue may be that i'm not enamored with the the character to begin with And it boils boils down to my same issues that I have is it's like magic is magic and magic and it just doesn't mean anything (laughs) to me to where it's sort of like the Eternals and the gods and the the sort of discussion we had there. It's like, if he's such a badass, just do the best spell and just end (laughs) it right away. Like if you're so bad, Doctor Strange. But instead, you're like... Instead, you're like, oh, well, I'm just going to do a little bit of a spell that'll help me for this moment, but then I'll do a different one later, and then I'll do this other move. And it's like, dude, just do the one that's going to kill the thing right away. Do the portal one (laughs) that sends the eyeball somewhere else, then. It's just like, (laughs) what are you doing playing with the thing? Sir. Yes, 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 tell me. (laughs) Sir. Magic has rules, sir. But, But see, those are not rules that I see when I watch the film. It just looks like a lot of gesturing and a lot of special effects and it doesn't it just is this is the most weightless movie I think I've ever seen. Ooh. To where everything just felt like it was made on a computer and on a green screen stage and it just didn't feel like it meant anything to me. Well,
2: I'm <laughs> I'm I'm happy to say that that was not my experience. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been torture. I'm sorry, Eric. I just feel like I'm I was sorry. I was
0: just watching everything that was like it was a stage of this and it was a stage here and it was another stage. And it was just like it was very much like, um you know, like we were talking about when we were watching um, the scene with in Moon Knight when uh, Mark Spector, I think it's episode three and Mark's on the roof and he's like fighting three different guys and one's just kind of new. So he's just sort of slapping at the guy. And it's very much like it's very much like you can tell this part is not in Africa. This is just they're they're at a stage somewhere and it looks fake as heck behind them. Uh, Mm. And it just felt like this entire movie felt like that. And I didn't know, like, is this a covid thing? Like, is it is it because of that why it feels this way or what is the deal? But this felt so airy and weightless to me that I just it kind of drove me crazy so for me <laughs> please because i need to take a breath
2: <laughs> <laughs> for for me what i did was i was looking at the backdrops because it's it's new york city and you know how i am with new york city mm-hmm. so from the very beginning when they had this wedding in the church um because it starts with America Chavez running away from the from a monster. And that and that that monster was formless. That monster was hard to figure out what the heck that was. That was all fiery ropes and a mouth and eyes and things. Running away with her version of with with another multi version of multiverse version of a Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. She's running she's running away with that guy. That guy decides that he's got to take her power, which will also kill her, so that the monster does get it. And then the monster kills him, so um, he doesn't get to take the power, and she gets betrayed. And then, because she's terrified, she goes flying through one of her portals, because that's the only time that her portals was working, is when she gets terrified. Mm -hmm. And it sucked the, the dying Doctor Strange in there with her, and they wound up somewhere we don't know. Okay. And then... We go to this church, and we go to the wedding, and,
0: right?
2: And Christine is having is is getting married to a black guy. Hey, <laughs> hey, multiracial, I love it. And they did an aerial shot of this church and the neighborhood around it. And because I think I know everything in New York City, <laughs> i wanted, I wanted to identify where that church was. And I will tell you, I could not. Ah. So I think. That entire thing was CGI. <laughs>
0: I think you're right. And I think that it is... Um, let's see. It says... Well, here... This is this is in the same ballpark, but not quite the same scene. It says that earlier in the film, with uh, Strange and Wong in tow, when the uh, Gargantos, we'll say, the creature... Okay. Uh, you can scales, say that. It says, Scales a building uh, to go after Chavez. It's the same building... Although from a different side that Doc Ock and Spider Man fought on in Spider Man two. Okay. So it's just like a in the Raimi verse, it's the same. Mm.
2: Oh, okay. And Raimi's Ramy's hand is all over this thing. Oh, like, absolutely.
0: It, absolutely. And it, yeah, and yeah, yeah.
2: If you if you like Sam Raimi, you'll love that part. If you like me get just skeeved out by these Dutch angles and these Zoom into these faces and these
3: mm-hmm.
2: highlighted eyes in the dark and all this stuff then or in shadow then um then it would be quite uncomfortable for you.
0: So well, maybe <laughs> how did you feel uh, towards the towards the third act when they have the which I think is the is the most wonderful shot of the movie where they zoom straight into Wanda's eye. When mm. she's in like her full Carrie White Stephen King Carrie moment, right, <laughs> where she's got the blood covering half of her face and all that stuff. Yeah. And they they zoom like straight into her face, and I'm like, Ooh, baby, is this a Sam Raimi shot? <laughs> yeah.
2: I, and yeah, there's lots of Sam Raimi shots. I thought that when that when that if you're going to call it gargantuous, you can. But I'm going to call it Shumagoras.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's the actual name. This is that's just what it said in the trivia. Okay.
2: I don't and they never called it Gorath, So I don't know why they didn't call it Shumogaraf.
0: Who knows? I uh, I found the but the, the that, quote about the movie uh in okay. the and the script. So what's in, there's two different things that are interesting here. It says Sam Raimi has observed, which is such a strange way to say this. Sam Raimi has observed that due to the chaotic production process, he and the screenwriters plural essentially Mm. figured out the movie during filming, with the ending Mm. being conceptualized about halfway through the shoot. Halfway through the movie, shoot, you're going to figure out the end. Oh, gosh. And and then it says, screenwriters, but Michael Mm. Waldron is the only one who's credited as the screenwriter. Mm -mm. So I'm like, okay, well, who was the... Then immediately I'm like, well, who was the ghostwriter on this? (laughs) And And I couldn't find who else had written it mm-hmm. um the thing that is interesting about michael waldron is he i, I don't i don't uh, enjoy the man's work and i think part of what it is is he was a rick and morty guy he is an, like a, an adult animation background and mm. he is the the writer of this and the writer slash creator of the loki series and okay, those were things that I had uh, issues with just as a just like in a story sense, like it, it just seems like him and I wouldn't wouldn't look at a story the same way. You know, we were talking earlier about people that we feel sort of like, similar to intimidated. Or, yeah, intimidated by or like, we were like, Oh, yeah, you know, that person constructs a story sort of the way that I, I might. Uh, I don't feel that with this, this person. Uh, individual and he is also the person who's doing the uh the upcoming avengers movies and the sort of he's he's the, the sort of architect of a lot of what's coming next and that okay. that concerns me
2: <laughs> <laughs> is he going to have anything to do with the fantastic four movie uh no
0: he's he's okay. the one who's in charge of the next like big avengers movies okay Okay. And so that's that's sort of like I get where I get it because, you know, he did Doctor Strange too. He did Loki. Like he's very into the multiverse, and the different realities and such. Mm-hmm. And but at the same time, it's like this. I I don't. I just don't vibe with this guy's storytelling sensibilities. And so it makes me hope for the best, but also sort of mm-hmm. feel like I'm bracing a little bit for what's coming. Okay. Be braced. Stay braced. But hope okay. for the best. Hope for the best. Yeah. So anyway, so that that was kind of my issue with the, you know, after the fact, I see that how they had kind of made it up as they went, and I'm like, geez, Louise, like, how can you spend so much money on a film and you're making it up as you go? Like that is, just, I just don't understand.
2: But wouldn't you wouldn't you hate to be in that position?
0: Because I would hate to what, be the, Yeah, I would hate to be in the position. You know, it's like. You know, all hail Kevin Feige, but it's like, how do you let it get to this point?
2: That's the question. Do we know?
0: Well, I don't know. It's like, you're telling me that you had a script and it wasn't locked down enough for the director that you got. And then you came up with issues on the Like, like, what's the problem?
2: Well, couldn't it have been that if it started out with one person who, for whatever reason, left the production Mm -hmm. and they brought in Sam Raimi? That Sam Raimi came in and said, "Okay, so what have I got here? What are we doing?" Mm-hmm. And looks at the script and says, "Wait a minute, this and that and the other, and that doesn't make, and that's not my well list. Why don't we? How? What if we?" And then he sure. starts to change
0: stuff. Sure, that makes sense. I mean, and that that is probably the most likely thing um, because you know Scott Derrickson said that he, they did part ways uh, due to creative differences. Uh, yeah, and he's like, you know, he. From from the, from the uh, you can see some concept art online. I saw it on on Twitter, but it's sort of what his version was going to look like, and it was uh, much more. Um, uh, Alan, did you did you, are you a Lord of the Rings person?
2: I am a Lord of the Rings person. But okay, I, I saw it in the movie theater, and that's the only time I saw it.
0: Okay, so when Frodo would put on the ring, yes, that's the sort of like multiverse and the sort of like frozen tundra. Uh, toward the end, that's sort of what oh. Scott Derrickson's world was going to look like. Okay, All so right. it was a lot more like horror influenced. Um, mm-hmm. Which is which is odd because it's like two different horror directors, but they're just kind of coming at it slightly differently. To where yeah. I think Sam Raimi is much more, uh, you know, besides the Bruce Campbell cameo and and the sort mm-hmm. of slapstick stuff that's thrown in there every once in a while, uh, he's much mm-hmm. more of like a big. Um, a big monster creature gross mm-hmm. kind of a director mm-hmm. and i think scott well, derrickson is much more of like a no let's not just gross them out let's also disturb them and right. I, I think that's probably probably where the where the heads were budding
2: yeah one and two <laughs> i don't like to be creeped out <laughs> right, right. <laughs> w- i would have had a real problem if it would have been Doctor Strange, the Sinister Universe,
3: mm-hmm. or
2: uh, what, whatever the hell uh, Scott Derrickson is up to over there in that universe, I'm not. I don't watch those movies.
0: <laughs> I'm not watching that. But you have more of a history than people would uh, be led to believe. You used to watch that. You used to watch those scary movies.
2: When you say used to, <laughs> <laughs> See, it was just 20 years ago. <laughs> 30. No, as we've established, 40 years
0: ago. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right, so let me look at some of the other notes here. So I got a full page before Stephen was captured in the 838. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of this I already mentioned, though. So it's stuff like Wanda's journey that that felt like it was um, off screen uh, in terms of her being, you know, her in the dark hole that we already mentioned. Um, I think that what's what's strange is that I don't normally, uh, like, even though I like to write, I don't normally clue in on how people perform certain lines, Mm -hmm. but something that I noticed here was, uh, Cumberbatch was, was so on top of her with her lines at that cherry blossoms, apple orchard, uh, fake realm. Like every Mm -hmm. time she would, she would like end the sentence, And as soon as he had that last syllable, he was on top of her immediately, with whatever line it was. And I was like, "What is he like? What is he doing?" And so I was like, "Did you not like that?" And so I was like, "Well, it it feels it felt rushed, but it was also a clue that he suspected her, like that he suspected her all along."
3: Is what it felt like to me. Like
0: he's like going about the pretense of being all happy-go-lucky with her, but already suspects and then is confirmed when she doesn't tell her lie properly. Okay. is what it felt like. To me. So
2: if he, but so if he did this, so he goes to Wanda because America Chavez landed in the, in, in his universe, mm-hmm. the universe that we've been watching all this time. And she's being chased by Shuma Gorath, which they never call Shuma Gorath. <laughs> and, and it's at the time of the wedding. So, so Strange does his superhero thing by just falling off the balcony and letting the letting the cloak carry him <laughs> mm-hmm. to the battle. And everybody's watching, and it's, ooh, ooh. You know, everybody's impressed with him. He goes and he rescues. Oh, and Wong shows up because that's Wong's job because yeah, Wong he... is, the, is the sorcerer's supreme. Oh,
0: baby. You wouldn't know it from the way that he is treated in this movie, though. He is second well, fiddle mean... to Doctor Strange in terms of capabilities. Like, he gets his ass knocked out. And it just hangs true. out on the side of a mountain for twenty minutes.
2: <laughs> well, that's true be- because it's called Doctor Strange and the Multitude <laughs> of right. Madness, and not Wong the Sorcerer Supreme and the Multitude of Madness.
0: That's true. It's not called Sorcerer Supreme. That's right.
2: Right, and it they do insist or they put in the in the dialogue that Wong is stepping completely into the shoes of the Sorcerer Supreme, and he tells Stephen Strange at least twice that it is customary. To bow to the sorcerer supreme. And to your point, Steven Strange is an asshole, and he won't bow to the sorcerer supreme, but everybody else
0: mm-hmm. does. And that's the most growth that he gets is that he that he bows and at the end.
2: He eventually bows. <laughs> but so 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 Wong Wong and and Strange rescue America, and then they have pizza. <laughs> yep, yeah, they have the pizza. Yep. Uh, and America explains the whole premise of the movie, which is she's being chased by a demon who sends monsters to get her because that demon wants her power. I don't know how she knows this already, that they want her <laughs> power, but she knows that it wants her power. So Strange wants to make sure that she's safe. And so she's he she, he or Wong decides America, go to Kamatage with Wong and all the acolytes up there where Strange got his got his training and Strange will go and find somebody who he knows is good with magic. And that's why he's talking with Wanda. So if he knew or suspected that Wanda could be behind it all, why he tell her from the very beginning that America was at Camatage?
0: mm That's a good point. Then it's just it's just an impatient uh, an impatient character than the way that he's like on top of her lines like that.
2: Yeah, or maybe <sighs> it was a, maybe it was direction from mm. either Derrickson or or Ramy to say let's make this really natural because that's pretty naturalistic dialogue. You know, you when we're talking, you and I, uh, you come right in at the end of
0: mine. I come never. Right in here, or... I don't do that. <laughs> but see, it's like uh, what's funny Very is good. like is it's it's like it's this weird sort of in between to where he doesn't interrupt which i which i do too much he doesn't do that he lets her finish the syllable and then he's on top of her so it's almost like don't let don't don't interrupt her but make sure you're right there and it's like but but i would not like sit i don't know (laughs) i don't have the manners to sit and wait, and then like time it to jump on top of that line like that. I don't know. It's just an actor thing to where I was like, I don't... Uh... But while we're on this, I want to mm-hmm. make sure that we don't stray from the Volker moment on the apple box. Did you see this?
2: I, I'm not entirely sure what you mean. Okay, so
0: she's in this blossom, this cherry blossom that I'm going to keep calling it, where she's in this okay. orchard of hers. And yes. she's walks by some apple boxes. Oh, yes. Okay. And on those apple boxes, there's the the name Volker.
2: Yeah, what is that? I don't know. Volker
0: is a descendant of. uh, It is for, I believe, Wendell Volker, who is a descendant of Baron Zemo, which is signifying signifying the thunderbolts.
2: But also signifies the Sokovia background. Mm hmm. Where Wanda and. And where Wanda and Pietro was from?
0: Yeah, exactly. Very good. good uh-huh. catch. Well, I saw that and I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna bring it up to Alan. Look at me nice, bringing nice, in nice. Easter eggs." Can I tell you
2: though that when I was in the theater watching this, because I had to,
3: go to the theater and <laughs> watch this,
2: mm-hmm. when she said to Stephen, "Why don't you bring America here?" When uh, she said that, I sat there in the in the theater saying, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> because I don't watch any trailers I didn't know any story beats I had no idea where this movie was going to go and I only had a suspicion that possibly Wanda was going to be the baddie of this movie but I prayed it wouldn't be true mm. but as soon as she said why don't you bring America here and I know that he hadn't said her name before that which is a kind of a trope mm-hmm. that has been done in other things mm-hmm. I was like oh Wanda you are behind all of
3: this
2: (laughs) (laughs) you're the demon you're sending monsters after her (laughs) no Wanda don't do it like
0: this it's almost like I wished WandaVision wasn't as good (laughs) so I wouldn't have had such a connection and I wouldn't have felt for her as much as I do because I'm like don't do her like this you know yeah
2: but can we give the mcu credit though mm. because they didn't just throw any old baddie up there yeah. for the good guys to fight they took our heart <laughs> and made her the baddie and let's put this in let me put this in because this is relevant i think and maybe listeners are saying come on what about this part <laughs> in the comic books people who are x people who love the x-men and oh yeah
3: yeah yeah people,
2: Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch, in the comic books, is responsible for the decimation of mutants in the comic books, until there was like 198 left mm-hmm. out of millions of mutants because she said she had she had a psychosis and reality warping powers, and she facilitated once the destruction of the Avengers, mm-hmm. and then two the House of Magneto, mm-hmm. which in comic book continuity, she and Pietro were Magneto's children. And so she facilitated a whole reality breach where the world was now... Um, mutants were in were in sovereignty and Magneto was kind of like the boss of it all. And they had these different tie-ins and um, a, a line of comics that was in that world. But when it was challenged and defeated and everything and wanda was held responsible for all that Mm -hmm. she in her psychosis said in her grief no more mutants Mm -hmm. because it had caused her so much pain and because she said that uh, 90 percent of all the mutants on planet earth stopped being mutants Mm -hmm. and that means that all the mutants who could fly plummeted out of the sky. All the mutants who had, let's say, as an example, fire-based powers who were in a fiery um, environment burned to death. Mm-hmm. All, the mutants, all the mutants who could breathe uh, water, who were underwater, who turned human, drowned. So across the planet, Wanda Maximoff was in charge of almost genocide. And so, a lot of mute loving comic book readers, that was Wanda became enemy number one. Mm-hmm. So it isn't so much a big flip on this character to make her the bad guy of this movie. It is kind of within the the character um, projection into the MCU that Wanda would do something kind of malicious or even um non like non maliciously but um harmful and destructive and that kind of goes along with the conception of the character. So that was given to us in an MCU version. Mm-hmm. But this time this time because of Wandavision, we had a lot more emotional investment in the character because of WandaVision than we did in the comics because she's one of like, you know, a thousand characters with different costumes and different powers. And <laughs> and, and in, in this season, she killed 90 percent. Well, she demutantized 90 percent of the mutants. She didn't kill all 90 percent. Right. It's just the ones that were in dangerous environments that were surviving in those dangerous environments because of their mutant power was killed in those dangerous environments. But a lot of other ones just was like walking down the street and all of a sudden, you know, they could hear normally or their feathers fell off or whatever happened. They lived, but they were just no longer mutants. So doing this to Wanda in the MCU is not so much of a breach of the character. Mm -hmm. It is just an MCU evolution of a bad thing that Wanda is responsible for.
0: Right. And so I think that that's where, that's where I wanted to see the progression and the struggle of her becoming this. Because in the books, Mm -hmm. you get to see the reason why she says no more mutants. And I do, I do love that it is pretty character consistent to where it's not like she's screeching no more mutants. She almost whispers it, right? Yep. And, and then here, she doesn't, like, have any grand, like, and I'll kill you all kind of a moment, right? right? Like, she just is, she is the way that she is. But I would have loved to have seen, like, the Darkhold's continual presence pushing her to this state, to where this isn't who she is, this is what her quest for her kids have has made her into, or has has led her to become. Mm. And there's that inner Wanda that's not like this. Mm. <clears throat> right like i would have so, loved to have seen like it's aided because of her because of her grief or because of her refusal to deny uh or because of her denial that's why she's led like if this was a wandavision or a wanda in the multiverse of madness i think i would yeah, have got a lot yeah. more more with what they were doing because yeah i think she's much more compelling than than steven strange
2: yeah i hear you and you know what i agree mm. i think yeah I think it would have made this movie oh, way um, more bombastic than well, much more emotionally charged if it were if it was Wanda's story mm-hmm. and her battle battle against the corruption of the Darkhold. Even if it would have ended the same way, yeah. Right? Even if
0: yeah. Even if you give me yeah. that first third and it's just her in a struggle, and you keep mm-hmm. cutting back and forth between Wanda and Strange or whatever, but you get to mm-hmm. see her trying to like fight against and then eventually yeah. succumbing to
2: yeah that would yeah. have been
0: much more but, satisfying for me
2: yes but now let me tell you what i have seen in the wake of the movie when it first came out and now i'm only giving you little i'm going i'm only about to give you just a snippet here and there of what i remember not um i don't have anything before me but what i remember is on social media how many people i saw at least more than five people that maybe randomly hit my timeline on Twitter or were retweeted um, from people that I do follow retweeting people that I don't follow seriously um, championing Wanda's uh, let's say her, her mission, Mm. even if, even if she was chasing America Chavez is sending monsters after her and, and saying that, you know, uh, America's sacrifice is, is for the greater good because she's really a supernatural being. She's not really a child. And Stephen saying, see, that's that's just that's villain mo- um, motivation mm-hmm. that you're not getting on. The, you're not getting on the lunchbox anymore because that's villain motivation. Right, yeah, uh, that's true. But what I saw in memes and gifs is when. Wanda is saying, I am being reasonable. Mm. I, I want my children
0: and this is me being reasonable. Oh, right. Because and she could have done the, the like dreamwalking thing earlier or whatever. She could have gone bodily after
2: America. She could have mm-hmm. just gone after America instead of sending a monster here or there. She could have just gone herself after America Chavez mm-hmm. snatched her up by the ponytail and sucked all them, all the power out of her. So she's saying, or oh, people, people were behind her to say the motivation of a mother to get the children that were robbed from her is justifi- not justifiable. You don't do evil things to get, you know. But the power of that devotion and
0: like her motivation. Long-
2: motivate and the longing for and the heartbreak of and the needing to get that back into your life when you have the means to do so was relatable to so many people Mm. that i saw up and down my timeline and so i think they were hoping that that would be uh, enough for us to sympathize with this villain as opposed to just a (laughs) (laughs) yeah right
0: well like they do visually when it goes from the orchard to the desolation. right? Yeah. Or she's like, oh, my I, lying's harder than the hex. And then she wipes it yes. all away.
2: Yeah. That, uh, that, <laughs> that struck me too, because when she said, yeah, when she said, why don't you bring America here? And then she instantly realized that she made a mistake and she confessed by wiping out the hex. She was creating that good looking orchard, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But the dark hole in reality had corrupted all that stuff, right? And she was ma- she was maintaining a a hex to make it look like the dark hole was not having an effect. So that told me right there that she's corrupted, because if if the dark hole did that to the land and she's living with the dark hole, mm-hmm. then that thing has got a hold of her too.
0: Then here's like I think that so some small things that i would have loved to have seen in retrospect and i love being the the armchair quarterback movie maker right but (laughs) it's like if you give me that scene she wipes it all away we realize that visually that the dark hold has taken her over and then she has a line to strange where he's like you know she's basically telling them telling him to bring her to bring america to her and then he mm-hmm. says, if we don't, right, and if we don't, kind of a thing. Um, if she were to have wiped that all away, and then we get a moment where it's like a demonized face version of Wanda, or like something that mm-hmm. visually clues us in that this is not who she is, but she's overtaken by something, mm-hmm. then I would have understood the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I don't understand it, but it's just like show me early on that this is not who she is, that she is overridden by something mm. because as it is, it's like, well, I saw her deal with her grief and mm-hmm. there were hints and suggestions, but you haven't shown me that she's been overtaken by the thing yet. And now so I'm supposed to just believe process- that it happened in the meantime. So
2: how about this for a possibility and not in just a possibility, but what I read into it. Okay. That's, she- she wasn't being completely controlled by the dark hold okay she was being influenced by the dark hold mm. which what which which means it wiped out all that vegetation already and it made this big blood blood red sun whatever that whatever the hell that was in the sky because <laughs> you know, the actual sun is probably not that big and and whatever whatever that was but it was pushing more forward her avarice and mm. her Ap- apathy to get what she wants rather than controlling her to get what she wants ah. or, or not getting what she wants, but getting what the book wanted or getting what, um, as a matter of fact, Kathan wanted, which is another backstory, um, from the comic books, which I will love to talk about, but I won't right now, but that the, the dark hole was just influencing her, her, her more, um, her more uh the the worst part of our human nature it had it had that kind of effect where it broke the walls down from self-control from the things that you tell yourself i want this but it's not okay for me just to snatch it off the off the shelf so i won't i won't just snatch it if i don't have the money i won't get it but if if i had the dark hole in my back pocket i would snatch that and a couple of other things and Mm -hmm. keep on going
0: Mm -hmm. so what if it was that instead
2: Yes. What if it was that instead that Wanda had reason to want her children take this power from America Chavez, justify the reason of taking her taking America Chavez's life away from her by by um, rationalizing that? oh, well, she's just a supernatural being. She's not Mm. really a child. Mm. And so we'll be doing the universe a greater good by because it's so chaotic and we can't allow a being like this to have this kind of power. So I'm only doing Mm. the greater good, right? That kind of justification is what the Darkhold was influencing rather than totally controlling her.
0: I think that that is, like we said, a Wanda Maximoff, In the Multiverse of Madness movie. Right? Mm. Mm. I think that if that was the choice. And it's not Doctor Strange focused. Mm. That's much more compelling. That's much more like real. That's a lot more authentic than. Something that is like. It's still a good message. But it's so like base level of. Steven like. Are you happy? Like Mm. that feels like. Like level one sort of not psychology but like level like that's just like a thing that you are immediately concerned about everyone else like Wanda mm. is such a deeper sort of like emotional what would I do for my kids how can I make the rest of this world fuck off as long as I get my kids like that's, mm. a, lot, that's a lot of a deeper topic which would mm. have been the basis of the film and not are you happy rich white man or not <laughs> because you know? And it's like that. I think that that's like the basis of my my problems. Yeah. Like, Wanda is such a, a more compelling. And, but, but then since she has to play the antagonist, she has to be the villain. She gets less yeah. time than Steven does. She gets less of an arc than Steven does. And it's like she gets to, she has to play second fiddle. And mm-hmm. it's just not, it's just, it just feels like a missed opportunity to me. Okay. Kind of like the next moment that I want to get to is, the Wanda versus everyone Carmitage mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this is another one of those things to where I was like, okay, um, if this is a miniseries, maybe I would love maybe I would have loved this. Because maybe we could have had more moments where Wanda and Steven basically sit and talk and try to figure it out. And try to figure mm-hmm. out, like, I'll give you this if you give me this. And we get some of that negotiation. And we get some of her grief stages just in a little more uh, expedited sort of way. But mm. instead, it's, I'm going to fuck up all y'all. <laughs> and she just goes and, like, <laughs> waste everybody. And I was like, okay, so yeah. all of these sorcerers. And we see all these people that are, like, either dying or almost dying or then definitely dying. And I'm like, mm-hmm. so so she's just going to run through everybody. And I'm like, OK, and,
2: and my my um my analysis of that scene was that she came to Comitage to get America Chavez. Mm-hmm. They put up shields right away. They put up shields right away. And then Stephen went up into the sky to talk to her mm-hmm. and Wong told him.
0: Be careful with your words. Yeah, Yep. Like one and false Steve, word and we are effed is basically what he yes, tells. <laughs> yes. And Stephen
2: Strange, to your point,
0: mm-hmm.
2: went up there, started okay, and then he came with the, you can't do this, you're you, blah, just came heavy handed.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And as he did that, somebody, <laughs> somebody what happened somebody shot
0: oh no it's uh it's some some boy's uh mind isn't as strong as the rest right because well that's how she breaks through the shield anyway
2: so she yeah well well yeah he 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 kind of like they they they
0: they, they're like all right well we're not gonna agree i guess and they they start fighting each other he came
2: he came back down to the ground and what she did was She did the same thing she did when they first showed when she was introduced to the MCU, Mm, mm -hmm. by the way, as a villain.
0: Mm. (laughs) Right. By the way. okay. In the worst of the Avengers movies. Yes.
2: (laughs) But yes, she started as a villain. And when she told uh, she did that thing to Tony Stark's brain. Right. Mm -hmm. She did some kind of hex to him. And he saw the future and everybody killed and all that stuff. So she did a whammy on him. So she did, in this movie, she did a whammy on one of the guys. And that started to break the shield down. And that's all she did. That's all she did. And what she was going to do, I think, was when the shield got down, she was going to go and get America Chavez and go and get what she wanted. Right. But when the shield opened up, they started firing on her.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) So <laughs> she's then like, <laughs> she's like, Oh, you're gonna try to do that. that.
2: Then <laughs> she said, Oh, it's like that? Okay. That's the kind of party we're having right. Well, let's do this shit. Let's do this. Boom, boom, bow, boom, bow, smack, bow, boom, scoo, screw, and red and yellow everywhere. Mm-hmm. So so for me. Even when she went to Comitage, she wasn't – on on her mind, it wasn't I'm going to kill everybody to get what I want. It was I want what I want. Can I please, Stephen Strange, uh, now you're acting like an asshole. Okay, so maybe I'm acting like an asshole, but I'm still going to get what I need. Let me talk to this man. Let me get this shield out of my way. Let me get this girl. Let me go do this thing. And as soon as that shield came down, pow, 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 they shot at her. So
3: mm-hmm. she said.
2: In her mind, I think she said, "Don't start, I won't beat
0: none." That's true, and I, that was one of the moments where I I felt like the, it didn't have any weight in that battle because it was like you had people dying, you had the the poor woman play, uh, her character name is Sarah, to where she gets turned to dust, and I was like, what the fuck, like holy shit, like I should be thinking, whoa, what a big deal this is, but instead I was like, well. You fucked that up, Steven. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> because, you know, he yeah. was he was no Charles Xavier. You yeah. know, like, he was not a peacemaker. Right. And no. and that, wasn't that was thing, consistent with his character. But It was consistent, but it wasn't a thing that he, like, learned from. He was just like, well, fuck, I guess that didn't work. Because it's not like right. he then negotiated later with her or something. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was just like, he's just still the same old ass. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the things I put down here is uh, Wanda at one point says, I blew a hole in the head of the man I loved, and it meant nothing. Right. And then I put, right. well, if you like that, here's two more hours of the same thing. <laughs> because it was like a lot of deaths that are not going to mean much in the grand scheme but what of did things. That,
2: what did that line mean to you,
0: though, when that, she said it? That just, she was saying it to Steven. Yeah. That meant that she feels like she's giving up everything and no mm-hmm. one gives a shit.
2: Thank you. And that's what that was a part of her motivation to say. So
0: now it's my turn to do for yeah, myself. I'm gonna get mine. Is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so and that was dark... completely. That's like that's one of those things where it's like I get exactly what the character is doing. I don't love mm-hmm. it, and I'm not supposed to because she's the villain. Mm-hmm. But I get it.
2: But also that. Wanda, who could take that information and had taken that information from the end of Westview's thing in her in her series to the beginning of this movie, between that time. or let's say before she started sending monsters after America, Chavez, let's say that time (laughs) she lived. She lived with those facts Mm -hmm. that she did. She blew the hole in the head of her lover. She got dusted. She came back she found a deed that vision had left her for a house she went to the house she found that it was unbuilt and she had nothing and nobody cared she went to see the body of her of her lover um they they sanitized the body they experimented mm-hmm. on the body they decided to do something with the body
0: yeah they gave her a that white had, version of it
2: that had nothing to do with her. Nobody asked her, what do you think? How should we lay it to rest? Anything? They just completely disregarded her whole journey in, in grief. So she goes to Westview, where this house is, and in her grief, her powers activated. She created a reality that would work for her. She messed up a lot of people in the town. She had some poor woman hanging clothes for mm. a week. Mm. So her poor deltoids must have been burning. <laughs> but and they would have been however, in damn good shape. <laughs> yes uh, except if she didn't want big shoulders then you know Oh, one big shoulder yeah, one. i think it's just, just one big shoulder. so and in 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 when Stephen is first meeting with her she admits that she did wrong and hurt a lot of people at westview
0: and that is another one of my problems is he's kind of like he looks at her somewhat confused and he's like oh i'm not here to talk about that And that's like, that's another thing where I was like, wait a minute. So he just is, he's either A, okay with it and is Mm going to bring it up later, or B is like sort of not really clued into what's going on because he doesn't give a shit about her. Mm. (laughs) And so what I would have loved to have seen is, so we get the dream that she has, and this is the thing that is like, this is what drives her, this dream that she can't shake of her and her sons. Mm -hmm. I would have loved to have seen an additional scene where she's, trying to go about her day in this uh, bedroom that she's created for herself, whether she's making herself something to eat or whatever she's doing around the house, just trying to live. And Mm. all those moments that you just brought up, start building into her mind and dominoing and Mm. sort of her realizing that nobody gives a shit about me. And then it finally has a moment to where she's like, then fuck them. You know, like I would have loved to have seen that. That's
2: good. That's what you just said was good. I like that. I really would have loved to seen that.
0: But again, it's, it's, it's Steven's movie, not hers. And I think that that's the the main difference.
2: But there was a piece of that game that, that stuck with me. And, and, I, and when I watch him when I know I'm going to be talking to you about these movies, I'm paying strict attention to the lines that are being uh, delivered because the writing is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it's if it's wasted, then I will say, you know, and, and, and I will expect you to say that there's a bunch <laughs> of wasted dialogue. <laughs> but so what I thought was not wasted and was poignant was the dream in the dream with her son's. She has this, she has cookie batter in a, in a, in a bowl and the sons run up and instantly dive their hands into this cookie batter to eat it. And mm-hmm. she says, what did I tell you? Right. Mm-hmm. And they said, but I can't wait. Well, this was the, the little, the, the speedy kid said it, I, but we can't wait. And she said, what did I tell you? Right. Mm-hmm. So in that delivery, I got an impression that in Wanda's character, She wants to give directives to be obeyed Mm. and um, because she loves those boys, she's she's laughing and they got away with it because she loves them and she wants them. And that's and she lets them get away with it. But her actual character is if I tell you something, you need to do the thing I'm telling you.
3: Mm. I'm
2: not I, I mean it when I'm saying this. Do this. But you're my boys, and I love you, and I want you, and so you're getting away with eating eating these things. But I run this house. I want you to know I'm the mom.
0: Okay. And and that, ex- and, and, but that, and. Explanation, that explanation took like 20 seconds. So when she's putting them to bed, she could have said, like, look, I love both of you, but when I say something, I mean, you, I want you to do it. And that would have, to me, as the audience member, been like, oh, okay. When she tells Steven something, if he doesn't do it, He's in trouble.
2: Yeah. And th- but that was another uh, window into, well, you know, that was, a sh- that was a foreshadowing of the fact that if you're dreaming about another you somewhere, you're actually looking into the multiverse at another you. Mm-hmm. That exists. Oh, right,
3: right. Yeah.
2: Because that comes up later. Not only does that come up later, but we re- we're we reintroduced to that exact woman.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's the one with, that does the Jack those... Nicholson limp and stuff.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The the dream walking was Wanda in the universe from, uh, WandaVision, doing dream walking to possess the woman we saw, that she saw in the dream because that woman actually exists in another universe and she got taken over and that's the woman who eventually, lets Wanda know, I- I'm keeping these boys. Mm -hmm. But I'm loving I'm loving these boys. I'm going to love them. So if you don't get to have them, just try to be comforted by the fact that I love them. I'm their mother. Mm -hmm. It's going to be okay for them. If you don't get to have them, they're still going to be okay. And that's what puts all this villainy to the side. And Wanda just realizes, oh, shit.
0: I have gone too far. My bad is what she realizes. <laughs> uh, if only Doctor Strange could have thought that about Christine. How <laughs> you know, it's, it's like she's loved, she's good. Leave mm. her alone. <laughs> if only he would have understood. Did, but instead, did we he, think he didn't? Well, he just like keeps coming at her. Like you know, it's it's like a thing where he he doesn't seem to to grasp that because he's not in the picture she's not happy is is like he he goes to the wedding he's sort mm-hmm. of happy he uh you know
2: he he says
0: he's happy he Where says not I'm not convinced that he's happy no he says he's happy that's right um and then we get you know, we get the the later, the 838 discussion where she tells him, like, mm-hmm. you know, we never really were able to figure it out. And he's kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, me too. But we don't get the sort of sense that where Wanda evolves and realizes that her children are loved and that's enough. And it may not be her that's loving them, but they mm-hmm. are loved. Steven doesn't mm-hmm. seem to have that same evolution of character for me. Like, he doesn't ever think like, oh... She's married to someone else, and that's cool. It seems like no, it's got to be me.
2: And where? How do you get that?
0: Because that's just, I don't know. Dick. I just think that he's just a dick. I just don't like him at all. <laughs> so that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't I don't ever see any sort of sympathy from this character because I feel like he just guards himself so much and doesn't yeah. allow him to feel anything. And so I don't I don't ever feel like he's he thinks he's wrong.
2: Okay. And so what if that's just the way they meant for him to come across?
0: Well, that, I mean that it was executed fine. I just yeah. have a hard time Don't with like those it. characters. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, I understand that they fair. did it right, but that doesn't mean that I, I have to like what, who that guy is, you know? But what about the moments
2: when he did tell the Christine of 838, rather than the Christine of his universe that he did love her and that he let that out and he said it. And the reason why he hasn't said it before is because he's afraid of the vulnerability and the, the possibility of losing. And she said to him, what that? Yeah, I understand that's, that's a, that's scary, but you have to do it anyway. And mm-hmm. it didn't, it didn't apply to her. She knew that she was not going to get with this guy. But that he she knew he needed to do that journey someday in his life to go ahead and open up and be vulnerable, so that scene was kind of like his kind of oh hello i I can let this wall down, I can let these guards this guard down while we're in this universe that's having an incursion, mm-hmm. and this big spiral of reality out the window, and I just defeated my evil other evil, my fourth evil self <laughs>
0: sinister, strange,
2: yeah. Sinister, strange. Then possibly, I can
0: let the I can let this guard down and be vulnerable in this moment. That's I think a, that's a moment for him. Yeah, I think part of the issue is that for me, I don't know that I've ever felt vulnerability from Benedict Cumberbatch because I oh, I, no, that's right. I feel like the way that he is either told to or chooses to interpret the character is that there is no vulnerability from that man. And he is so sort of stiff and guarded to where I would have, it's not like I need to see him break down and like wail, but I, I guess I needed a little bit more. And and we are talking about, you know, a two hour action superhero movie, but I, I, it's yeah. like, I wanted a little bit of, uh, where did I all, where did I go wrong? Kind of a moment. You know, like I, I, I think that is the best scene for that character between Christine and, and Steven when, before the whole nightmare stephen and and after the musical note fight um mm-hmm. when he's kind of breaking down and and he says that he loves her and all that it's like that's as close as i got to feeling connected to the character
3: mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
0: but again it's it's like he's he's so removed for me to where it's it's all the magic stuff it's the way that it's not a a real feeling centered character
2: uh, mm. to where
0: I just can't like grasp onto him as much as, as other people. It's like that's, he, he's the, you know, because growing up, my, my favorite, uh, Marvel character was Spider-Man. And so he's like the inverse of that to where Peter had like all of these personal dilemmas that he couldn't overcome and they were all grounded. And Steven mm. is the opposite to where he's very closed. He's not emotional and it's all like magical, spiritual, like big concepts. And so those mm-hmm. are like on the other end of the spectrum. And so one is just more is just easier for me to grasp onto, I guess. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Uh that's, so, your, that's your experience with it. Yeah. What do you think about well, first I put that uh boy Sam Raimi loves the uh the Doc Ock attacks because like in Spider Man two all those years ago, we had like the the uh the arms that would like overlap each other and sort of attack a thing in the middle. And mm. that's a that's a thing that he loves that visual because we get a bunch of those in this. Um, but I put in here that visually I'm not sure that I've seen better than the America and Doctor Strange falling through the multiverse, except uh, for except for maybe the pure animated like Spider Verse stuff. Okay. You Notice where that, that. I, li- I liked a lot with it where we had like all of these details that I missed where it was like the Savage Land and the Tribunal and all this kind of stuff.
2: Yes, the Tribunal. The multiverse map that from, from the Loki series. Did you notice that? Say that again. They fe- they fell down um they fell in front of well not in front of, but they fell through a starscape where the multiverse map was behind them.
0: Oh. Like oh, I didn't from see that.
2: the from the end of uh the Loki series where, you know, where they, they met he who what was it? He who did something?
0: Uh he who he who <laughs> remains he who
2: remains and and they got a glimpse of the the how the multiverse is branching off now because they did what they did
0: well because that, of incursions incursions does everything <laughs> whatever you need it's well, incursions
2: <laughs> in this movie or in loki <laughs> both
0: <laughs> it's just like did it's just use, like the, it's they, just the mcu thing now
2: did they use the word incursions in loki
0: uh i thought that they did i could be mistaken
2: and I can't remember, uh, so maybe they did, or maybe they did yeah. not. Well, but they certainly a, did. We're it. quite a
0: combo with the not remembering. Uh-huh. And...
2: <laughs> we're old. Remember, forty yeah. years ago was the eighties.
3: <laughs> That's true.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but the point about the incursions is that because a dream walker exercises that power, it causes an incursion. Mm. According to according to this.
3: Mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm.
2: so there was a Stephen strange in the 838 that did dreamwalking to find an answer to stop thanos right and that and that caused an incursion and he felt so bad about it that after they did fight and beat thanos strange submitted himself to be executed by black bolt
0: mm-hmm. by my guy anson mount who played Black Bolt in the television series. But who who my wife, thank you very much, definitely knows as Captain Christopher Pike from Star Trek Discovery. And Which, yes. she enjoys that and that portrayal quite a bit, if you get what she's I'm saying. Not,
2: and she's not the only one, let me tell you.
0: <laughs> she's like, who? She, he comes on and she goes, who's this? <laughs> I said, That's Anson Mount. And she goes, okay. <laughs> I was like, uh oh, <laughs> so it's in her nope. little in her little list it's anson mount is uh is second only to uh, Idris Elba in terms of men that she's like whoo we <laughs> whenever he comes on screen
2: <laughs> yes
0: so and the
2: and the, if if it's funny, it's funny, but he was black bolt in the in human series that tanked horribly yes it was, it was, uh
0: that was court, another court. ABC guy, right? That was another ABC yeah. attempt. Yeah, yeah. It, it,
2: it. I don't know if. it... Well, yeah, it sprang from the Agents of Shield because the Agents of Shield was going heavy on the Inhumans. Mm. Uh, the instead of mutants, instead of the idea that yeah, it was, of there just, being it was mutants,
0: around the same time as the comics were doing that sort of thing, right?
2: Yeah, because and, uh... it was, it was a mandate from the ABC people, or no, from the people who controlled. Um, Marvel's interest in the corporate world—they were trying to replace the mutants with Inhumans, and you know the fans were not having it. <laughs> just put it mildly. <laughs> right. So they tried to have this Inhuman series, but the writing was just—it was—it was a little dismal. They chopped off Medusa's hair at the very beginning of the show mm. to because evidently the the budget to animate her hair was high, so they. They ch- they solved that if the first, yeah, the first episode, like the end of the first episode. They took all her hair off, and um, <laughs> it's Medusa. So you're oh, not supposed man. to even cut her hair. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> but they did it. So, you know, that tanked. But Anson Mount was, was Black Bolt in that. Mm-hmm. So they brought him to this movie in this multiverse, and the crowd went wild <laughs> when they saw answering that because not only was he Black Bolt, but he had a movie version of Black Bolt's uniform,
0: mm. which was I saw in the trivia, which was all CGI.
2: <laughs> all of, the, of it,
0: huh? Yeah, all of it. And some some of the interesting bits about this whole Illuminati thing uh, was was that none of these characters were in the scene together, I guess.
3: <laughs> Is that right? Yeah,
0: like, it, I I would imagine the actual action moment with Captain Marvel and uh, Captain Carter and, and Wanda, I think those three were in the same because they were fighting each other. But I think all of the rest of that, they were on different, they were not doing that together. They pieced that together.
2: Go ahead, actors. Yeah. Yeah. And probably all around the world, too, right? Probably. Well,
0: <laughs> the ones that were impressive was uh, Tel Ejiofor and Patrick Stewart, where those two were, like, communicating with each other. They weren't just talking mm-hmm. at Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm, uh, th- mm-hmm. and, but I, apparently they were not on – they just did it separately, and then they edited it together.
2: Well, you know what? I don't know if you know this, Eric, hmm. but I have a little experience in that in that field. You do. Yes, because before I met you through the Internet and 11 O'Clock Comics and stuff, I was a audio producer for a, um audio production of feedback from Who Wants to Be a Superhero on the Sci-Fi Network or Channel or whatever they call
0: oh, it. Oh, really? Really,
2: really. You I don't know, know this that. about me. I no. thought you knew this about me. <laughs> no yes sir see when the show came on i i don't know where i was in the world i can't even remember if you give me the 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 uh year then i'll try to trace my steps to where i was in the world maybe i was in trenton who wants uh, to be a superhero maybe.
0: 2006
2: the first one 2006 where was i in 2000 i still don't know <laughs> <laughs> i, I could have. maybe i just moved to new york at this time or something but the show came on And I found myself just really invested in the character of feedback, who is just a regular guy who put on the suit like the other people in the show put on suits and pretended they were superheroes, but they were given real world challenges just to show the strength of their character rather than having superpowers because they really didn't. And everybody knows the
0: Matthew Atherton. Matthew Atherton. Yeah.
2: So I found out I found I hunted on online a fan group through yahoo when it was a lot bigger than it is now <laughs> and got in that fan group and just kind of joined with other voices saying yeah feedback's the guy we like feedback's cool we like feedback i hope he wins and matthew atherton i guess he was searching his name one day and got into this group and said hey guys thank you for the support it really means a lot to me let's hope for the best so we all entered in dialogue and started talking about the show and talking about him and his character. How did he come up with feedback and all this stuff? And then the show concluded and he won. Mm -hmm. But the facts are he had already won (laughs) because (laughs) the the filming of the show was (laughs) way in advance than the airing of the show. Uh. So when he came into the, into the fan group, he had already won the show, but He came into the fan group for us, not himself, Mm. right? He came into the fan group because he saw, hey, there's a fan group for me. I won this. Now, this is his thinking, and I can't tell you it's exactly because I can't read minds. But imagine he's on this show. He has this character of I want to be earnest. I want to be honest. I want to I have a superhero kind of approach to life. I want to do good for people. And oh look, there's a fan group for me. And um, they're really rooting me on. And I won. So they're going to be really happy when the show is over. Let me go in here and just kind of fan the flames and and set the scene and and join with them and be cooperative and all this stuff. And then when he won, we were like over the moon. And this Mm. is awesome. And this is great. He's going to get a comic book. He's going to be in a movie. But it took so long. And by the time, um, you know, between the ending of the show and the beginning of the comic book that he that was supposed to come out with him in it we had kept talking and we were we were still thinking about well what if what's the comic book going to be like and what's the movie going to be like and all this other stuff so i being myself said well why don't we just write our own stuff mm. you know like what, what why don't we do something already about it and just let it be fan-based there are other there are other um fan-based audio dramas on the internet doing stuff with properties not making any money just doing it for the fun of it why don't we do that and the comic book will be the comic book and the movie will be the movie but you know we're having such a good time talking with each other and dreaming this stuff up why don't we just go ahead and that's what we did so he came up with the idea that Feedback is a is a superhero who gets his powers from emulating uh, comic book not comic book uh, video games and he gets those powers and he needs a whole support team around him to help him with the downloading and the capturing of the games and whatnot and they, he called them tech support mm-hmm. so we the fans became uh, members of tech support we came up with our own personas and all that stuff and I wrote and then they wrote and we put together a a, a whole. Um, Kind of a a library of stories that involved him as feedback and us as tech support. And we would do, um, according to the script, we would say our parts Mm -hmm. in our homes, Mm -hmm. on our microphones, as though we were acting with each other, but we're not. And then I would get everybody's lines and I Uh. I would put them together to make them a cohesive whole. Mm -hmm. So each actor, when they read the lines, they would read them as though they're in a dialogue and it's done. It's possible. And it can work really well when you've got good actors. And I had some good actors and uh, yeah. And I had some good actors and then um, just to show what it's like in the professional world, not do it yourself fans like us um, doctor Who has a place called Big Finish in, in London, and they have been doing that since, I don't know, for 12 years now maybe, 20 years now maybe, and they have actors doing their parts in different parts of the world, and they put it together, and they come up with a cohesive hold to, to do Doctor Who stories that are not uh, aired, but they're audio.
0: Wow, I had no idea. I am looking at the Wikipedia, though, and I I do see the the tech support. Mm -hmm. It says tech support is the fictional parallel of Feedbacker's fan club of the same name with characters created by his fans. Uh, Atherton has expressed public support for the group as a fan club and as part of his backstory. However, this has not been approved by those who now hold the rights to feedback. Truth.
2: Interesting, I had no idea. We are tech support. That's why my that's why you have my um skype name mm-hmm. that the second part of that skype name after the dot is the name of my character in, in tech support
0: oh okay mm-hmm. a mystery man alan and all his yeah. interesting names just like your plex name you had yes
3: to...
0: <laughs> this yes, <is> slightly different <laughs> wow i had no idea look at me that's
2: that's That's my backstory before I, then I, then, you know, comic, I'm still reading comic books and then I listen to 11 o'clock comics and then I meet all you guys and then uh, I balance the two and then tech support kind of drifts apart a little bit and Matt goes into his world and he takes care of his kids and he does his thing and, and I do my thing and then, uh, 12 years later, here we are.
0: Here we are. So we are Mm -hmm. also at the point where we're talking about the Illuminati. Yes. Uh, the Illuminati which um, this was one of the things that I had spoiled for me. Because, mm. of, because of the damn Twitter. Right? God, and it was no, a deal where awesome. it was it was another one of those where it was like I was doing, I felt like I was doing so good at being spoiler free of this. Mm. Um, and I was avoiding it and all this sort of thing. And then what I saw was it was like a, a screen cap of a moment that they didn't use and it was like oh here's a the ca- the caption ended up saying like originally reed was going to be a puddle instead of like spaghetti Ugh. and then it was a picture of john krasinski and i was like motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> and so i was like well Ugh. it's already spoiled for me now i might as well see who the rest of the illuminati are oh, and so when I'm they so came sorry. up you know when they came up i was like this is still interesting and, of course, my wife and kid didn't uh, – they were like, oh, it's Jim, because we watched The Office so much. <laughs> and and, uh, and so they were excited about that. Um, they were also very surprised once they all start going out so quick,
2: <laughs> especially yeah. poor
0: old Anson Mouth. <laughs> no mouth, oh, Anson. Yeah. Uh, but
2: the thing th- – the thing that I didn't understand about that was how come he just didn't blow
0: a hole in his mouth? In it through his mouth, yeah, through his mouth Instead, where it would be.
2: Yeah, what, why did it go up into his head and blow his brain out?
0: Skin That skin is tough right there, I guess.
2: It can't be that tough. It's just skin. <laughs> it's tougher it's... than his bones.
0: <laughs> well, maybe uh, Wanda put a, a hex over most of his face except for that. I don't know. <laughs> it was That's one of those. Sam when... Raimi shit. Because that was one of those where they saw they saw that in the it, that was in the trivia where they said how are we going to write ourselves out of this? Uh, because if he uses his mouth and Sam said what mouth, and then that ended up being used.
2: And that's clever. Yeah, but uh,
0: if, so he, it's, if it's little things like if, that, to where it's like. I don't know. Like, I get that for maybe, like, a comic book, but it's like, God, you're spending however long and how much time and getting all these people to to be in this scene for, you know, 30 seconds or a minute or whatever, and you're having him go out by blowing his own brains out from his mouth being skin instead of lips?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'll say this. I just thought of a way that it would be possible. Let's just say she eliminated his entire mouth. So... She didn't just put skin in front of his. He. She didn't replace his lips with solid skin. She took out his tongue, his teeth, uh. his mouth cavity, and it was just a channel from his voice box straight up to his brain.
0: How mm. about that? Okay. So he's got a voice box, but he just doesn't have a mouth anymore. Right. Okay.
2: What mouth? What mouth? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no mouth at all. No, no mouth. No at nothing. All. Just a yeah. solid bone plate under his nose straight down to the bottom of the jaw and yeah then he then he screamed because he's like oh shit Mm -hmm. i don't have a i don't have any where's my tongue where's my teeth where's any scream and blow his brain
0: out what did you think of uh what did you think of some of the i felt okay so here's what i felt about the illuminati is i felt it was more cute than actually important to the story
2: yeah
0: um because we had things like the cutesiness of Haley atwell coming back and i think that she's great but having Mm -hmm. her like repeat steve's lines of i could do this all day which Mm -hmm. i won't do the song version of it alan but uh, i may include that in the in the podcast who knows um but (laughs) (laughs) but including stuff like that having lashana lynch with nothing to do other than being like the serious black woman it's like really like give her some character. Don't just have her be like the one serious one of all these people, mm. because she's like the one who's, you know, looking all angry at, at Wanda compared to everyone else. Mm-hmm. And, and that, at
2: Stephen Strange, because Stephen Strange was saying stupid
0: yeah, because he was, uh,
2: rejoinders.
0: Because they were doing the black and gold multigon. And he was like, mm-hmm. he was making a joke out of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, those are the sort of things where I don't, I just don't think Marvel times, A lot of the humor right like maybe this might be a fault of mine but it's like that's not a point where he should be making a joke like make a joke (laughs) after they survive something or after they do something positive not like here's the threat of all the universe oh i'm gonna make a joke about black bolt's name like
2: yeah plus please tell me why he made that joke because if you're introduced to somebody called blackagon boltagon blackagar boltagon mm mm-hmm you have no reason to believe that in any other version his name is Black Bolt. <laughs> so why would you make why would you make the joke, how to K,
0: you know why would he? he you was, take, yeah, he was saying like how you doing kind of a thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. he was saying how you doing, adding an agar and a gon on to how you are doing. Yeah. Why the man's name is Black Agar Boltagon?
0: That was like right? it's not, that's like the um the Zack Snyder like we are we are two concerned about how superman sounds so we're not going to use that name it was like a self-conscious like we think this is dumb sounding and so we're not Mm. even going to say it
2: and and in this case we think this is dumb sounding so we're
0: going to make fun of it exactly we're going to try to get ahead of the joke
2: yeah but in the comic book uh, in the movie universe steven strange has no reason to believe that his name is anything else but his name
0: (laughs) exactly yeah, it's not like in all of the names that he would have, you know. It's like <laughs> it's like Dormammu is m- way cooler than Blackagar Boltagon. <laughs> like what?
2: Right. <laughs> like how come he how come he didn't say hello to Dormammu by saying
0: Mu <laughs> Exactly. Like, and that's also Stephen Strange is a comedian? Question mark. It's like no, <laughs> this is him just being the Tony Stark. Like I have to be the snarky white man. That's like, mm-hmm. God damn it. Um <laughs> uh, so the other thing uh along with this along in this uh sort of spot in the script is where we're also uh we also have Wanda and Wong. And we have Wanda and Wong and she has like this is where I get that they have a little bit of a line, right? Like they're in they're in the frozen tundra and she's like you couldn't just port us up there? And I'm like okay, yeah. that's like a cute little bit of humor that's not like a joke. But it's like a lightness of touch, right? And he's like, Oh, my only are uh, my magic only takes me so far, or whatever he says. <clears throat> but then <laughs> they have a point where, uh, it's like Wong is going to be tortured or whatever. And this is either earlier at no, this is at this place, right? It's not earlier yeah. at the, uh,
2: yeah, it kept going back and forth.
0: Yeah. And he says, uh, he's like, I'll never tell. And then Wanda at, uh, earlier at the Carmatage was like, threatening six people and then he's like oh damn you witch okay here's all that you need to know and i was like what the fuck is this wong you're not just like sacrificing yourself at all you're like ah well you're gonna kill those six people those six individuals i guess they're more important than the multiverse so let me just tell you everything
2: (laughs) well you know what i what i think they did because what you don't know eric i think you don't know this but i'm so happy to let you know this the big guy with the big moose-looking guy, the big oh, cow-looking uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. guy? Uh-huh. That was Rintra, who is a character that was a supporting character in the Doctor Strange um, series for a little bit. And so I think that the either the producers, the writers, maybe Sam Raimi himself or whoever figured if we put Rintra in here – and then we endanger Rintra, then the audience who knows who Rintra is is going to be really infested in Wong telling Wanda what she needs to know so that Rintra, of all people, does not get wiped out by Wanda.
0: Mm. Okay, I do see that. Uh, some of the questions are hilarious. Who is the cow in Doctor Strange 2? Oh,
2: <laughs> <no>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty good. Um <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so I, I saw, you know, and I was like, oh, this is definitely somebody, right? When I'm looking at the character. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it's like, I never understand when I get for the plot where Steven's saying, like, I won't give up America because I have to protect her, even though it may cause more damage, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but here when Wong is saying like he's not gonna allow those six people to be killed, but then he yeah. gives up all of the information for Wanda to do all the things that she needs to do. It's just mm-hmm. like I don't know. I don't I don't get I don't ever get that. It's like Star Trek is so uh clear at the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, right? Or the one. Yeah.
2: yeah. And yeah, to where yeah, I don't
0: yeah. ever get that same sort of sense here, and so it's like, well wait a minute, like what are are we doing? Like some people think that they can give up everyone for one person. And some people are saying that they can't uh, give up one person for everyone else. I don't know. It's uh, not as clear as it could be. I think.
2: I think it's hard to snap decision the right way all the time. Mm -hmm. So maybe Wong had just been, just had enough. He just didn't know where, where he just didn't know how to think anymore. He'd mm. he just, he just been through too much shit by that point. <laughs> and now Rentro was about to get wiped out. He's like, I can't let Rentro go. I can't let him go!
0: There it is. There it is. So, yeah, I put in here that uh, from once that he's locked up and the Illuminati comes in, I'm just kind of checked out at this point because it feels pretty weightless uh, and pretty, like... Um. Like I know that the movie is not Wanda versus the Illuminati, so it's like, where where is this going to go? Like where you know that it's going to be she runs through them, and then it comes down to her and Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. because that's the that's the centerpiece. So it's like I'm not as invested with with them as uh, I feel like I should be.
2: And the operative word there, Eric, is should be. Mm-hmm. Because that was 100% fan service, the entire (laughs) Illuminati scene. Well, not the entire. Maria Rambeau, as Captain Marvel, they called Mm -hmm. her Captain Marvel, Mm -hmm. wearing the original um, Kree suit Mm -hmm. that the Kree were wearing when Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel in her movie, if they called her Captain Marvel in her movie, was wearing, is a as is an is a homage to the original captain marvel in his comic book because before he was in the red and the blue he was in that suit oh, okay. this, this this is the marvel's universe marvel cinematic universe version of that suit um the comic book version of that suit is what captain marvel wore before he got cosmic awareness and all this stuff oh, so there's okay. that for fan service but reed richards Showing up in the MCU in any capacity (laughs) is what all of us, you and myself included, have Mm -hmm. been waiting for. For Mm -hmm. how long? Okay. Yeah, a while. And and two, every time someone decided if Reed Richards shows up in the Marvel Universe, he needs to be played by this actor. Gotta be John Krasinski. And everybody who was watching it, who said that ever, got that in reality on this movie screen and when i tell you that the movie house erupted when his face showed up and with that big four under his on his chest when i tell you the theater erupted in cheers and applause <laughs> you have to believe that the theater erupted in cheers and applause because everybody in that movie theater wanted to see Reed Richards in the MCU, played by John Krasinski, and there he was. In reality, not just on Twitter, not just um, a fan manipulation on Instagram, the real thing. There he was,
0: Reed Richards.
2: It was a moment. It was a moment, man.
0: So, so what? Did,
2: they,
0: did they have a moment when, he, uh, when his introduction is followed up by a pretty lame 60s musical joke? oh yeah no way <laughs> that's where i was like what i was like what are uh, you doing steven Strange? yeah
2: yeah what i don't even understand it i didn't even understand it
0: like it was I, like I it was like the fantastic four was like a 60s group that had like one song that was that charted and steven sure. strange is like talking about oh weren't you a group in the 60s like what like what in the 60s Sorry. 60 years ago and it was One. supposed to be a it was supposed to be a reference because in the first movie he mm. it has music trivia that he's good at
2: okay and and in another though what you can draw from that is there's no fantastic four in the main Marvel universe.
0: You know why? Because they're in the freaking negative zone and nobody knows about them and they're going to show up soon and I'm going to okay. lose my shit when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And <laughs> they've been stuck in there for 70 years. The entire time. Have yes. it set in the 60s, have them beat whoever, have them get yes. into the negative zone, and then you yes. show up and you end the first movie with them being in real time and that's it. We
2: got to cut
0: Cut that out. Cut it out of the... Don't give it away. <laughs> don't give it away. It's like... It's as simple as it could be. If they, if they do the not chaos. make this movie like that, I'm going to be so mad. I know.
2: <sighs> but what we haven't... But we we, we're, we haven't even skirted around this. Mm. Then, because after all those folks had their say, Blackagon, Boltagar, <laughs> right. and Maria, uh, Captain Marvel, and oh... Captain, Captain Carter, Carter, by the uh-huh. way, is from the What If series.
0: Oh right, and I didn't watch all of that. Like I, I saw the, I, I believe I saw like the first two episodes, and I think she was in those. But I like, I don't, know, I, I just have a hard time getting invested in the animated stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do, I did see that visual.
2: The thing about the What If series is that because they brought Captain Carter in this movie in the flesh, that lets us know that the What If series is in continuity.
0: Ah, okay. It's just a visual representation of the stories. It's just an well, animated when, representation.
2: Ah, but don't forget, when when America and Doctor Strange was falling through all those multiverses, they fell through a multiverse where they were cartoons. Oh,
0: generous. that's right. I get hung so up the, on the paint, I think, is what it is. The The paint one really gets me.
2: Yeah, there was a paint one too where they were just <laughs> globs of, of paint, but uh, multi-globs, the big, <laughs> evolved globs of paint, not just right. two blobs of paint. They were <laughs> pretty splashy. Yes. But Yeah, they they also came through a cartoon universe. So Doctor Strange, there's a Doctor. Well, I hate to give it all away of the of the of the what if universe, but there were some more representation than just than just Captain Carter in this movie from the what if universe. Oh, OK. So it's it's relevant. But after so we're talking to Captain Carter, we're talking Black Bolt, we're talking Captain Marvel. We're talking to Reed Richards. And then. Eric. What happened?
0: Well, are you talking about when when Xavier shows up or when (laughs) Wanda (laughs) just faces them (laughs) all?
2: And
0: we get the theme song, right? And the (laughs) uh theme song the theme song is wrong, by the way. Uh The theme song is performed right, but in the caption it says X Men '97 theme song. '97, '92, thank you. Oh well, uh, hmm. '97 is the new series that's coming out next year on Disney Plus x-men oh, cool I'm but I was, like, that's, that's right. I was like that's that's not right like it was unless came out
2: unless they use that version in this
0: in this new comic well they're predicting a year in the future on something it just feels may. like a missed caption to me
2: so we got xavier from the animated thing because he's floating in <laughs> right. his yellow chair with his green suit on
0: and he's got the when he, he's got the concentric circles when he's trying to use his power.
2: Yes. 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 So isn't that cool? <laughs> I like
0: that a lot. I mean, anytime I can see Patrick Stewart on the screen, I'm totally fine.
2: And and, and to the to this exact point, it wasn't the Xavier from the Fox movies. Mm-hmm. Correct. It was the Xavier from the cartoon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Because I did see the the uh, Costume designer was a big fan of the 92 con, uh, the 92 costume and cartoon, mm-hmm. and so they mm-hmm. wanted to make sure they got his green uh, suit mm-hmm. the correct color. <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> and his big- and so they didn't explain to the audience who might not have known, but he- they figured everybody who's watching this surely has seen the animated, and mm-hmm. maybe, and some hadn't. That that sh- that well, actually, in the cartoon, that. Floating chair was not Shiar, was it?
0: Because he no, he because had he, th- they meet the Shiar in like season right. three or something.
2: Right. Yes. So okay, he just had a floating chair. That's nice. That's cool. And yeah, there it was
0: wasn't Forge either, because they they hadn't met him either. Right. <laughs> it's just a thing that he did. Well, he was rich. It's he just had. a thing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. There, I guess the technology was way in advance of uh, people in in 1992 back then. <laughs>
0: That's right. That but is that's right. What
2: the, I think that's what the Illuminati was for. Just completely fan service to give everybody a taste of where Marvel, where the Marvel Cinematic Universe could go and all the things we've been asking for, we didn't get, we got it in this scene.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so it they was
2: murdered them all.
0: Yeah. It was, it was a quick murdering for most of them. Um, I did like that Xavier was the last one left mm-hmm. and he was the one who was the most effective in terms of like, going into her mind and seeing her trauma and seeing the things that she's trying to struggle with. And then she fools him. She just tricks him <laughs> and she's just like, well, gotcha, you know, and well, you know what mouth. I
2: think? No, but you know what I think? I think uh. that when he goes into her mind, he finds the Wanda of his universe, the 838 Wanda who was buried in the subconscious.
0: Oh, okay. I gotcha. I thought that she was just playing coy the whole time.
2: No, I don't think so. I think mm. that was that was the Wanda that whose body was taken over by the Wanda of the main MCU, our our tragic heroine. Mm. Um, oh, and he oh, almost,
0: oh, yeah, yeah. OK, I'm with you. Right.
2: And he and he almost freed her. And if he could have got her out of that, uh, out of those buried rocks, then maybe she would have been able to take over her body again. Mm-hmm. But our wicked Wanda showed up, caught up to him, snapped his neck. Mm-hmm. with a big mon- monstrous face and those black fingers and she and she stayed in control of the body
0: right and it's from that point that is that it's pretty much turns into like an action movie right like there's not a ton of right like, analyzing that goes on after that it's a lot of steven and the 838 version of christine and america and they're just running away from the monster you know they're running, running away from the-
2: yeah running away from the monster Who is Wanda and Wanda is, um, you know, it's a it's a it's a a faint and a kind of a a hunt and a faint and a catch and a release and a catch Mm -hmm. and a release. While Wanda is learning that the other Wanda that she possessed, the mother of the actual boys in that universe, is a real person and a loving mother and also has powers there was there was that for a second that seemed like and that was the add on cuz after Wanda <laughs> yeah yeah after Wanda got what she wanted uh, able to dreamwalk or left or destroyed the other the second macguffin which was supposed to be the book of the Vishanti to mm-hmm. defeat the 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 darkhold after she destroyed that and didn't need to stay there anymore she got out of that body and that body was like oh I'm not supposed to be here and used her powers to go back to her boys. Right. That seemed like a, that seemed like an add on, but it was added on to make sure that when Wanda faced Wanda, mm-hmm. that she had some kind of power to stop her. Some kind of you're not just going to. St- yeah,
0: she has kids. has to have some sort of resistance. So that way she can say, like, I'm not a monster. And then you realize, well, she's been tormenting her own kids. Yeah. And acting that was like effective, one. I think. Yeah, I thought, that, it's like that any it anything like... with Wanda and her emotional core, I was I was in for. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just like we talked about. It's it's who was at focus is what really threw me yeah, for the film. Either. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, I don't have a ton about about the end. It was just kind of like uh, you know we get Stephen Strange and he. Uh, It is interesting the way that they ended it, like if you didn't have post-credit stuff in the world, and you have, you know, he's, everything's pretty much okay, like he's not with Christine, but he's, he's living his life, and he's bebopping around, and then he falls to the ground and starts screaming, and a third eye pops out.
2: Well, and and that is, but let's, let's say, the Sinister Strange had that third eye first.
0: Right, yeah.
2: Because he had done some wonky shit. He had, he had dreamwalked, and it caused so – we saw out the window, and that's when our Stephen had his moment with their Christine. Mm-hmm. He, beat, he beat that guy. But then he used the – he, he dreamwalked. And as you said way earlier, when Wanda called him out for being a hypocrite because he dreamwalked by going from the 838 universe or – no. Was he in 838 by that time? No. He was in another universe. He had been thrown with Christine in another universe. hmm and that's where they found Sinister Strange, where there was another Strange, but that world was really messed up.
0: Yeah, that's where that's they were in the, that's where it was the, uh, not convergence, but-, but Incursion. The, oh, incursion, thank you. Yes. Yeah.
2: And that incursion had happened because that Sinister Strange had done some dreamwalking. So so our Steven does dreamwalking to get back to his world, But he had to animate the dead body that came Mm -hmm. through from the beginning of the movie. And now it's the Raimi of it all because Mm -hmm. now it's a a zombie with half of a face and his teeth showing through his big hole in his face. (laughs) And all these these dead bodies are swirling uh, – no, dead souls are swirling around him, becoming a big cape to help him fly and all this stuff. And all in our face and screaming at the screen and all this Mm -hmm. stuff. That I, I I'm never I'm never down for, but it happened. <laughs>
0: right. That you can just tell by the way that you're describing it. You're like, eh, and all this stuff. <laughs> I hated it.
2: I hated it. <laughs> it was, I had to watch it through my fingers. I couldn't. It was just too too much for my senses. But doing all that is the thing that gave him that third eye because it's right. a taint. It's a taint. Mm, right. However because of that end credit scene, which is, as you said, uh, everything got fixed. America got saved. Wanda gave up because she saw that she was scaring the children that she wanted so bad. She's not the monster, but then she realized she is the monster. So she goes back to Wondagore is where, mm-hmm. and Cathan is the one who created Wondagore and put those spells on the walls that wound up in the Darkhold. That's comic book specific. That's true in the comics. Kathan wrote The Darkhold in the comic book. Okay. And in and in the comic book, Wanda was possessed by the spirit of Kathan because she was a baby with Pietro at Mount Wondegore. Mm, okay. How about that? I like that part. More, hey, I was going to say,
0: I say hear Wondagore and I'm like, okay, I, I know... I didn't know about Kathan but I was like, I do know what Wondagore is.
2: Yeah. And, and when she first went to Wondergore, the reason why she went to Wondagore is because um, one of the acolytes at Taj destroyed the Darkhold and stopped Wanda for a minute. Wanda beat up that, uh, killed that. Uh, and then that's when she forced um, Wong to tell her, how am I going to do this now? whereas mm. give, give me another way to do this." And Wong said, I'm not telling you, and then Rintra was going to get killed. And it's okay, fine. <laughs> right, right. The Darkhold was a copy. The actual spells are at Mount so, so She's like, okay, well, we're going to Mount Wandergore then, bitch. We're going right. to Mount Gore, and, <laughs> and Mount Gore is a place where C'thon wrote the original spells, but in Mount Gore, you see a big carving of Wanda. Mm. On the wall. So she thought, well, this is a prophecy. I was supposed to be here. This is right. a, a tomb. This is a throne. Like, this, this is my destiny. I'm, I'm cool. I'm doing this. <laughs> I think that K'than and his Darkhold, or its Darkhold, was planned that whole thing to get Wanda even more corrupted so that eventually he could take her over. Of course the movie didn't show us that and so that's a problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it does. I mean, where where I don't think she's going to be just put on the sidelines, so where does Wanda go from here? Well, she's she buried
2: herself. She she collapsed Wanda Gore, buried mm. herself. Yeah. I think but, she's just gonna, I think she's just going to be in the earth for a while. She's just chilling for a while. Lament lamenting and knowing that she did bad and she killed all those people at Kamal And maybe somebody will come and get her out and say, Wanda, hey, we got this big thing going on in this whole universe thing. And incursions. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they're going to bring her back. Because we know that they're planning on doing Secret Wars mm-hmm. in, the, in the MCU, right? right. But I don't uh, – if they do Secret Wars from the 80s, that might be my point of departure from the MCU. Oh, interesting! I don't want to. I don't want to see them just take heroes from all over the MCU and put them on some stupid planet to fight. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, that's bullshit! I don't want to see that <laughs> dumb shit. <laughs> but the uh, John, the Jonathan. I mean, you know, everybody who was a fan of Secret Wars. If you take offense, then I guess you're going to jump.
0: <laughs> well, <You're> gonna... didn't, <laughs> didn't they already tease that somewhat in terms of who uh, in Guardians 2? I didn't. Well, in no, in, I, in I, terms I, of who uh, Chris Pratt's dad is. Eon. I thought right? he was I thought he had like um, the Beyonder type vibes.
2: No. Well, um, I don't know. Maybe.
0: It was played you by think, Kurt Russell. He could do anything. Yeah,
2: you think he's going to be the Beyonder? I don't.
0: I don't think so. I just thought that that was where they were going for a, a, a minute.
2: No, the mm-hmm. secret wars that happened more recently under uh-huh, Jonathan, yeah, yes, was a um, it was a stopgap measure to stop the incursions that kept happening in the Avengers books. Okay. So since they've all since they've introduced the idea of incursions in this movie, I think the natural progression of the incursions is secret wars, a la Jonathan Hickman, not a la Jim
0: Shooter. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. And, and so, one's a little bit more current than the other.
2: <laughs> yeah, and plus that one is a lot more um, substantial than just snatch them up, put them on a, a planet, and have them fight each other. and then put them back on earth and whatever make make toys
0: yeah alan doesn't want to see all of his friends fighting each other
2: it's just yeah it's stupid that's stupid it was (laughs) stupid i'm sorry people but it was stupid listen you were 12 years old when you saw it when you read the first secret war so you thought it was cool and for yes a nine-year-old a 10-year-old a 12-year-old it's cool who can beat up who who can fight who Who's stronger? Okay, I get it. Like those those Didn't arguments. Didn't you get have- to
0: see? Uh, you got to see the Hulk lift a mountain, right?
2: Keep the mountain up instead of just lifting oh, it. Oh, keep it up, okay. Yeah, it was it was collapsing on his friends, and so he, he he had to hold it up for a little while. It was yeah, but um, they can do that now. It's okay. We don't need a whole uh, multi movie franchise wide um tie-ins for the hulk to hold up a mountain <laughs> I, I don't i don't need that i don't need it they can do that for five seconds in um daredevil's stuff when he's when he's banging jennifer walters like i, I don't i don't i don't need, spoiler
0: i haven't I'm seen sorry. that yet i don't even know what that that's
2: good so forget what i said anyway cut that out, cut that completely out of your (laughs) body I don't need that I need Hickman's stuff because the incursions happen and Mm -hmm. all the universes bang together and everything stops but except for the plans that were put in motion and the result of those plans is Secret Wars
0: okay, and that's what we're building towards, right?
2: that's what I hope Yes. And okay. Wanda might have something to do with that. And that's how they that, that's how they might get her out of Wanda Gore's wreckage.
0: Well, it'll be interesting to see then in the post credit moment where we get the third eye and we get Clea to see if there's a movie that she's involved with before or if that's where she shows up next. Mm.
2: Or if they just leave her out until, you know, for a while.
0: Yeah, because I don't know that uh, there I don't think that there's a third Doctor Strange, right? Like before all of these Avengers movies that have been announced and such.
2: Yeah, right? I don't think so either.
0: So they're just kind of so off either. doing their own adventures for now.
2: Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So the so that so Clea, huh? Clea. How about that?
0: Yeah. Charlize looking pretty good yeah. in that purple.
2: And then the black leggings with the with the purple circles on them. Mm-hmm. that's comic book specific that's good shit <laughs> that was good shit the only thing showed she up. didn't uh, have was the the kind of the quicksilver wings on her hair
0: oh yeah uh-huh
2: That's well, how as, as soon as she showed up somehow. like
0: i'm looking at an image here and i was like oh uh alan's gonna like this because this is way too elaborate of a costume for it to not be pretty close to what she wears
2: yup yeah. Yup. They did that. They, did they even? Did she even say she was clear to Doctor Strange?
0: Uh, I don't think she did. She sh- showed up behind him and ripped a hole and said that it was his fault. And she Ooh. says that you need to come fix this. And he's like, "Bet I'll go do it." And that was it. Yeah.
2: And his third eye popped open again. So at the end of the movie the third eye seemed to be a problem
0: mm-hmm.
2: and we were led to believe it was a problem because mm-hmm. he he did he dreamwalked and that's a problem and now he's getting corrupted and his the third eye and he's screaming, oh no, until the credits and now the opening of the after credits he's he's sauntering down the road down his street. The the notable thing to me is that when he walked out the first time and the a third eye popped open he, it was a jaunty kind of spring day. Right. In the after credits, he had a scarf on and a jacket, and there were fallen leaves. So it's at least three months later. Mm, yeah. That's and a it good... appears that... Right? So yeah, that, that's appe-
0: a good call on your part.
2: Mm, so it appears that he's lived with that third eye, and he's gotten used to it, and whatever's happened with him, we don't know, but... It had either, I don't know, it either overtook him completely and he fought the evil or he dealt with it or whatever. But by the time Clea comes through, the third eye pops open again and he's cocky and jaunty and he says, let's go. Let's do it. Let's, let's. <laughs> right. But what she told him was, <laughs> you created an incursion and we're going to fix it. Mm-hmm. So that might be leading to
0: Secret Wars as well. Could be. Could very well be. All right. Well, I uh, have settled down since I was so fiery. No good. I have all of my my thoughts about my frustrations with this film. Alan has <laughs> talked me off. I'm uh I'm a little Delish. more uh I'm a little more relaxed now that I realize that uh, if this movie was Wanda in the multiverse, I would have uh, preferred it. But I understand what they have done to this point and uh yeah so i was i was glad i like i told you i had kind of a target on this one because i knew it was going to be like the next uh basically like the next sort of key point in the mcu in this phase was that it you know we didn't have an avengers movie but it was going to be doctor strange was a, a holdover it wasn't brand new characters like the eternals and this is our next sort of uh impactful one in terms of the ongoing story mm-hmm so uh, this is an impact yeah and it, a lot of impact. it, it literally it made, yeah a lot of incursions it made my my wife and my kiddo very upset it is upsetting uh, yeah it was upsetting are we gonna see uh america again in what oh we adventures? have
2: yeah we have to they left her at Camotage. she's learning some magic
0: she's training right she could she and, created some sparks she says Mm-hmm.
2: and as years pass um miss how, what's her actual name?
0: Oh, it is... Uh, her last name is Gomez. I, I looked it up. I'm happy, it, to, I'm happy it to is, uh, say it. It is two syllables. It is Sochal. Sochal.
2: So- okay. Sochal yeah. Gomez. Uh-huh. Miss Miss Sochal Gomez will be a couple of years older. So she'll have maybe stepped a little bit more into the America Chavez that we have seen in the comics. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she'll be taller, but that'll be okay because (laughs) it's not for us to just gawk at her. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, and in Young Avengers, I'll say this. In Young Avengers, the characters are America Chavez, Kate Bishop. Mm -hmm. um, The boys. Both of them. Speed is what they call Tommy and what they call Wiccan. Wicked. thank you very much, is what they called the other boy. The one that was more sweet on his mom than than um the boy with the yeah, long hair.
0: Julian Hilliard, the little sweet one. That's mm-hmm. the uh that's Billy. That's and Billy. He, and he is the one that's in all those horror movies.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Billy, who is Wiccan, Tommy who is speed, um, and then there are some characters that we haven't seen in the MCU yet. Prodigy. Yeah. Hulk, Hulk, Hulkling.
0: Hulkling. Mm-hmm. You would think if the, you would think if Hulkling is going to show up, that might be a, a, the Marvels, right? A Marvels two, maybe. Marvels, or maybe
2: Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. Maybe I yeah. don't know. Could be Marvels. I, I'm ready to commit to Marvels because Skrulls. Mm-hmm.
0: Right?
2: That was my, my thinking.
0: Scrolls. Well, yeah. so what's interesting is we have all of this stuff that's like leading toward uh Secret Wars and and uh Phase 5 that's coming up but then we also have um Secret Invasion that's coming out. Ah, but Secret Invasion is going to be a a Disney Plus series. Right, so that's a series but that if that's anything like the comic version that could have major repercussions.
2: It could, but when I found out it's going to
0: be a series, I thought they're going to do a good
2: job in spreading out the intrigue but I think it starts and stops at the series hmm.
0: like uh,
2: most, of the, most of the series have done uh, I,
0: don't like <laughs> I don't like that I don't like that. I want to have like uh I want it to be revealed that someone that we thought we knew was actually a scroll, and I want Spider Woman to come back even though she hasn't been introduced I never one thing.
2: time yet. Maybe, maybe this will be her introduction
0: yeah give me like some uh give me some Jessica Jones or something that shows up as somebody what? that was supposedly gone
2: what if they do that huh what if they do that in the in in this is that they introduce Jessica Jones that way
0: they could they could
2: and replace the whole Spider Woman thing with Jessica Jones
0: maybe anything to get Kristen Ritter as uh, Jessica Jones any more yeah. of that?
2: yeah she had her baby she she should be ready to come back to the mcu
0: that's right she's still got that uh that sass you know? yeah but not in real life though she's a, she's <laughs> she, yeah she's the cheerleader in real life. in real life she's like yeah <laughs> she's patsy walker or whatever in real life <laughs> even yeah no,
2: she she is the she is the persona that she puts on the phone to oh, sweet right, talk, right, right. <laughs> to, to sweet talk whoever she's trying to convince and con to get um a case solved.
0: Which is so funny because like the way that she acts fits her look much more than that that fake persona does. You know, like she's just got the the sort of look to where it's like, oh no, I I buy that this is kind of gruff Jessica Jones completely. Mm-hmm. But then to realize that she's a lot more peppy and cheery than that, you're like, what, really? You don't look like that though.
2: And and and, and two, you know, for a fact, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who she really is
0: yeah that's true <laughs> you one, know what one, one persona her her normal persona is that she's peppy and cheery and happy and good that, luck
2: and that persona she puts onto the stage when she's on jimmy Kimmel and when she's on um what's the other dude uh, on channel four and all these talk shows that's what we see the cheery mm-hmm. peppy but she might you know when the when they say cut and she goes back to the dress room. She might be completely 100 percent Jessica Jones.
0: And you know what you should do if you haven't, Alan, is you should uh, watch, start watching, um, some Stephen Colbert. Or Stephen Colbert. And do you know why? No. Why? Because our little miss, Stephanie Sue from Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh. has been has filmed her. Uh, his her late night rounds, and had some behind the scenes stuff of her and Stephen Colbert. Oh, okay. So if people want to if people want to watch a movie that is a good movie that it's about the multiverse, everything, everywhere, all at once.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that thing wrecked me up uh-huh. and down and sideways, left and right.
0: My wife and says she says. I had uh, I had like a lump in my throat. And I go, are you kidding me? Look at my face, is what I told her. I was like, I've been crying for like 10 minutes straight. And she's like, oh, well, I didn't quite get there. I was like, well, they're talking about all the family stuff? I was like, I was losing my mind. So, <laughs> oh. so. did, she anyway. you? did she hold you? At I don't least? know. Well, we watch movies on separate couches, so I'm not, I don't think she did. Maybe well. she didn't.
2: Oh, you don't want to tell.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, Alan, that is the end of our Doctor Strange. Change of topic.
2: <laughs> moving on
0: now. <laughs> Doctor Strange 2. Did you have anything else that you wanted to add before we wrap this one up?
2: Ah, uh, Thank you for having me on.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for enduring my rage.
2: You know, I mean, I didn't make
0: the movie, I didn't lose any money <laughs> off of it. You don't uh, have to like it. That's right. Want. I wasn't mad at you, all Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if anybody is uh mad at Alan or myself, they could Bring email it. us at plainlabelpodcast at gmail.com. If you wanted to help out the show, you could check out our show notes where you'll find the link to our Amazon wish list. I do want to thank Mr. New Mutant, Mr. Alan White himself for coming on. If people wanted to hear more from you, get in touch with you, buy something from you, or perhaps join a Patreon, where could yeah. they do that?
2: Let's start at the Patreon. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm putting it out there. This is this is the two, 2022 version of The Power Principle. I know I say it every time that you hear me because I've been saying it for a long time now. And it's not my fault that somebody's time has passed while I'm doing this thing. But, you know, I, I can't do it full time. But this is the version that I want to push the hardest. So if you go to Patreon and put in The Power Principle, you will find my Patreon. You can join for $3. You can read the comic book. The first— issue is completely finished and online and you can read it there and then i'm putting out like three to five pages every two weeks until the whole thing that i've already published is in its newest version story update art update plot update i'm just making it like a whole um omnibus and that thing i'm going to be pushing if you're not in on the ground floor watching the behind the scenes the explanations of the original art if you're not, then you kind of miss out because by the time the omnibus is done, everybody's going to know about it.
0: Mm. I like it, and they can find that just over at Patreon and searching for the Power Principle.
2: Mm-hmm. It's if you do if you want to put it in your uh, uh, um, address bar, it's www.patreon.com Patreon. Com backslash the Power Principle.
0: Okay, wonderful. And then where can people find you online? Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh-
2: At New Mutant.
0: And over at Instagram, not as frequent.
2: Well, there's art updates at Instagram, but I don't put as much out there because I'm putting it more on Patreon.
0: Uh So,
2: yeah, it stalled a little little bit, but uh, I've got art and I'm putting it out there for exclusives for people who are um, subscribers at Patreon because instead of giving it all away for free, I can give it to, I can reward people who are supporting me. And I think that's fair, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah, but I, I'll put out Um, – I've got something that is a digital giveaway, a digital reward for my folks. And um, I'm going to put little snippets of that online. So that's at newmutant08 on Instagram uh, or newmutant at dot – or mastodon dot social.
0: <laughs> I uh, like that you're still trying to keep that mastodon going. Something like that. At newmutant dot <laughs> – social mastodon something something like that all right well thank you for listening and you can join alan and i next week as we dig into the disney plus series ms marvel was
1: the only way. and i don't know Said I anything a about this it. Than, a remember i told
0: you recording to she was more cosmic if everything
1: was breaking, would you take the fuck? Was anybody at here when we broke the wall? <laughs> Cause there ain't no going back to how it was before. How'd you save him more? <laughs> but it is a uh, Disney. Welcome to the madness. Future in the front. Never want to keep a plan. Throwing all the rules to the wayside. When you open up a door, only you can. You never really know what you might find. If everything was breaking, would you take the fuck? Was anybody ready when he broke the wall? Cause there ain't no going back now, how it was before. Could you a more? Welcome to the madness you are in the frag me Everywhere